In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. He's a Miami hip hop pioneer. What up is DJ EFN? Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players in the most professional, unprofessional podcast and your number one source for drunk facts. It's Drink Champs Motherfucking Podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. What it could be, hopefully, is what it should be. It's your boy NRE. What up, it's DJ EFN. And it's Drink Chance, motherfucker. Happy hour. Make, Make some noise! And right. <laughs> That's longer than it's ever been. And right now, when we started this show, we said we wanted to uh, honor and, you know, salute living legends. And when we speak of the guests that we have right now, there's no equivocations, there's no type of doubt at all how legendary this guy is. Absolutely. He has single-handedly 
control the rap game, put Brooklyn on his back, put New York City on his back, put hip hop on his back, has represented, has done, has traveled across the world, took pictures with Madonna and, 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 More and than that. Naomi Campbell. <laughs> And he's the only guy I know that got away with a speedo. And he's still, he's, he's still the coolest guy in the world. When you think a smooth operator, you got to think of him. And I got to ask him what, what it makes to be a smooth operator. And in case you people don't know who we are talking about, we got Big Daddy Kane in the motherfucking Man, we so excited to have you. Listen, I don't know, because I pulled up some old lyrics, and I thought you was a Dom Hurry On guy. So I got Dom Hurry On, but we also know that you are, uh, look, nobody got a, we got your red wine. Mm. My man. That's your thing? That's Absolutely. your thing right there? We need to, mm. we need to oh, pop okay. that pop. Yeah, exactly. As soon as I pulled it out, I thought. <laughs> we actually look, like look, it's a twist off. Yeah, we got you too, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Crazy. Yeah, definitely not a twist off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. What made you switch um, to red wine? Um, well, no, I, honestly, I was messing with the Remy, you mm. know what I mean? You know, all that sugar from that, was just mm. putting too much weight on mm. me. Yeah, you know? yeah, the, uh, a cognac. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was doing that Remy, like, hard. Like, me and my, my, my dude, like, we, we like, knocked down, like, maybe, like, a two-fifths a night. Wow. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. So I had Original to. Drink Champs. Well, yeah. Listen, listen, the whole time we've been on Drink Champs, we were on a hundred and something episodes. hundred, We've yeah. never popped a bottle of Dawn. I'm popping it in the commemoration to you, my brother, for motherfucking Big Daddy King, Ooh, motherfucker. Yeah. That's love, my dude. I'm popping a bottle of Dawn. This is an old bottle, too. Look at that. It's a, it's a, and I... Whew. We gonna do it in slow-mo? Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. You, you go, go ahead. Go, go. Nah, I, I think we need to... You have such a long career. Yes. Um, I want to take it from the beginning. Like, what, what inspired go, you to get... Just, just to start spitting, period. You know, honestly, it was something that I got into at, you know, at a young, at a young age because of an older cousin I looked up to, you know? I mean, it was, so, it was that type of thing. Now I got me. I got you gotta me. open up? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, it was It was something, you know, that my older cousin was doing. Right. So, you know, I just did it really just to be like him. And right. he told me, like, you know, yo, you're too young. Was he making records? Nah, nah. Was just, just, you know, just him yeah. and two of his boys right. around the way, you know, in Best Eye. You know, they was like, like a little rap group, a three-man rap group. And he told me I was too young. Like, nah, you know, you, you know, when you get older. Mm -hmm. So then from that point, my mission became to be better than the other two dudes down with him. Mm -hmm. So I started off writing battle rhymes, you feel me? Mm -hmm. And that's what I was doing. Then when I felt I had it right, I went and battled the two dudes down with him. Beat them. Who were much older than you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. They were much older than me. At the time. I battled them and beat them and then asked them, can I be down now? You know? Mm. Hold on, because I got, I got notes and shit, nigga. <laughs> yeah, but, I got but, notes. Okay, so you battle them. Now you're just doing it on the block. You just you're just spitting for as a hobby. I'm assuming. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah. so how is it that you get to to where you become Big Daddy Kane? Is there is there a, is there a persona before Big Daddy Kane? Did you have another name? Where you were? Did you? <laughs> That's a hard name, though, Big Daddy Kane. Like, but I'm sure that you went through a couple names, maybe. Well, before Big Daddy Kane, it was just MC Kane. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was just MC Kane. MC Kane. Yeah. All right. So now look, I was speaking to my good brother Fat Joe today. Uh -huh. So Fat Joe calls me and I'm, I'm mad hype. He's like, yo, I said, yo, I got, I got, I got Kane on today. So he said, Budweiser's super fast. Uh. <laughs> Budweiser, he said, he, he demanded that I ask you this question. 
Budweiser Superfest, Biggie and Tupac actually came out. The only time that people, the footage of Biggie and Tupac. This actually, is that famous record? Yeah, yeah actually performing. Yeah. Where Brad, Brooklyn that? Where that one? That you know one. what Vagio told me? That they were, they that wasn't even their set. They were coming out with Kane. No, yeah, yeah that, that was, that was, that was, was my was set. Yeah. And Joe was next up to rhyme right. when they gave me to wrap it up. Like, right. you got five minutes. <laughs> So I, I wasn't able to even bring Joe on, but yeah, Joe was Joe, standing with, his, with the mic ready. Yeah, Joe, you know, Joe, and they, Joe they gave still, me to wrap it up. Joe yeah. still's like, man, if I would have got on stage that day, Nori, like he's still upset. Nah, that he if, didn't I, get if I'd have had five more minutes, he would have been on there. Real talk, That's you know. That's what he man. Let us know the first time you met Jay Z. The first time I met Jay Z, um, it was back in I want to say '88, maybe. Um, there was, you know, there was like um. In the early 80s, well, mid-80s, like, you know, my name was popping in Brooklyn for battling people. Of course. But there was one dude whose name was bigger than mine. Um, this guy named Jazz. Jazz up? Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, he was more popping. And then to top it off, to make matters worse, um, dude around the corner from me, Fre <coughs> um, Fresh Gordon, that had a Gordy Groove record. Mm. Fresh Gordon did a mixtape with Jazz, and I live mm. around the corner for him. So mm. I'm like, you know, you gonna get a Marcy cat mm. when I'm right here? Now you from Fort Greene or no? No, 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 no. I'm from off Lewis Ave, like uh, okay. two blocks from Roosevelt Project. Okay, cool, In cool. Side. Um, So I'm like, you, you know, you gonna get the Marcy cat instead mm. of dude right around the corner? Mm. So now I'm really pissed. I'm like, me and this Jazz dude gonna have to battle. Mm. We gonna have to battle. So and you don't have a Hawaiian Sophia, none of that out at this time. No, 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 no. no. This is like neither um, neither one of us um, okay. had deals. Okay. Neither one of us had deals. Okay. And um, it it just never happened. Like I I, I tried to you know find a jazz. We we it never happened. Right. Then here I, I am. Well, I do have records out, and I get a call um from the Shirt Kings. Oh, and the Queens. Ask, yeah. Yeah. And they say, yo, we want you to do a mixtape at Gordy Crib mm. with Jazz. Mm. And I'm like, well, if it's a battle, yeah. Right. I mean, I'm making records now, but that's, I'm, that shit still was eating me up, you so, know. So, so you say it, you saying back then, battling was like more important than even getting on a record with a person, like actually battling the MC. Well, I mean, you That's know, like, getting on the record with a person was, was great, too. But like right. I said, this was something personal. Oh, <laughs> okay. yeah. you know? I mean, I love jazz now. And I have a lot of respect right. for him, you know. Um, but I mean, yeah, this was something personal then. Mm -hmm. You know, so it was like, yeah, we can do it if we battle. Okay. And then when, when I get there to um, Gordy Crib, you know, he's like, nah, 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 listen, um, you know, um, Jazz ain't with EMI no more, so we just wanted to, you know, like do something, you know, maybe y'all do something together, you know what I'm saying, uh -huh. where he can, you know, really shine and whatnot, uh -huh. you know, we, you know, get the brother a new deal. All right. So I was like, um, all right, cool. Okay. And then Jazz asked me, yo, can my man rhyme on it? Right. And I'm like, you know, I don't care. This is, so, the, this yeah. is he fast, Jay. So we did the joint, me, Jazz, and Jay-Z. Uh-huh. And then um, afterwards, dude from the Shirt King, he was like, yo, um, you think maybe you can take Jazz up to Cold Chillin' and maybe try to get him a deal, you know, Woo. something? Cold Chillin's you know? the record label for your young boys. Gag, continue. So I told, I told him, yo, I mean, to be honest with you, I kind of like the skinny, light-skinned nigga better. Mm. You know? Talking about Jay-Z. Talking mm. about Jay-Z. Mm. And, um, you know, from that point, you know, me and Jay got hooked up and, like, I was trying, you know, I tried my hardest, you know, to get him... Um, um, you know, a deal with several different labels, you know, just things just didn't work out. But lucky dude was smart enough to, you know, figure out a way to do it on his own, you know? Yeah. But let me just interject for one second. Big Daddy Kane is the first guest that came with their own corkscrew. Goddamn! Make some noise! 
drink championship. That's when you know you're the classy guy, man. Listen, man. You wouldn't expect anything less. Yeah, I wouldn't. Listen, listen. In my mind, you was gonna drink Dom Perignon, so I still got two bottles of Dom Perignon just in case you want to reminisce. What is what is what is um? Then I'll get back to the Jay Z thing later. But okay, you wrote the Vapors, correct? Yeah, for Biz Markie. Hey, okay. Come on, guys. We, we need everybody to shut the hell up, please. So, look. This is prior to you having your own records. Is it? Yeah. Because that, that, that's how I heard. I heard that that's how you kind of got on. Like, you was writing for Biz and yeah. Roxanne Chante. But was Biz, like, the first record that you wrote for that blew up? Was it The Vapors? Uh... You got The Vapors. You wrote The Vapors, nigga? Um... It was um, it was now first was some of um, some of um, nobody beats the biz. Nobody uh, yeah. beats the biz. Nobody yeah. beats the biz. Like, biz came to me, you know, he was like, um, you know, yo, I got this. Um, he told me he's doing the thing like using the Wiz song, and he got this flow that he was like he wanted to be like, a zig a zig a zig a zig a zig a zig a zig. Right. You know, he's like, you know, let it flow like that, right. and you know, just put something together. So that, that and, was the first. And you, you knew that? You knew you could think like somebody else? Like, because that's what it's Well, I mean, I was pretty much around Biz most of the time. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Were you already and Juice I, I Crew? Knew, like, huh? you're already Juice Crew at this time? Nah, nah, nah. Uh, um, Biz, you know, he was Juice Crew, but not me. Right. You know? So how'd you meet Biz? I met Biz um, through the city cat in Long Island. Um, this dude in Long Island named Wayne was dating mm. my cousin Nikki. Mm. And whenever he would be around, he'd always be telling me about this dude named Biz Marky D. Mm. Like, oh, Biz Marky D this, Biz Marky D that, mm. you know, such and such and such. So one day he came, like, because my grandmother lived right across the street from the Albee Square Mall. Mm. So, I got my um, first gold fronts from Albee Square Mall. Throw that out there. All right, yes, sir. <laughs> In the basement? Yep. yep, yep, yep there you yep, go. Yep, with the frames, right. too. Yeah. A bunch of four green niggas took me there. Oh, okay, there and you Farragut, go. Yeah. We're going to Troy Outlaw, my people from Farragut. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. You got <laughs> to mention that. Got to <laughs> do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, you know, this time, you know, he's like, yo, my man Biz is in the mall. Mm -hmm. Yo, he was just beatboxing, too, and all this here stuff. I'm like, he in the mall right now? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, let me meet him. But I'm like, I need you to understand something. After the day... Right. When I eat his ass up, <laughs> from now on, you go to this Bismarcky D dude and you tell him about MC Kane. Right, right. So we went over there. I asked Biz to battle. We battled. And after the battle, Biz was like, yo, you dope, man. You should get down with me. Right. Um, if you get down with me, I promise you, man, we're going to make a record one day, man. And Biz is big at this time? or Nah. Like, he's just locally um, big? No. Matter of fact, Biz wasn't even down with the Juice Crew then. Mm hmm. Yeah, he was actually just rocking with the Mike and Dave cats, doing mm. parties in like Harlem, BX, and Long Island. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So, now let's, let's take me in the mind frame of the Vapors. Did somebody shit on you? <laughs> and you wanted to just get them back in the music? I had nothing to do there. All that was Biz's idea. Oh, what? The whole thing was Biz's idea. Like, Biz was like, So yo, you wrote it with him in mind? Like, when you were writing no, it? No, he came with the... With, like, Biz the told me, yo... Remember you was telling me that story about, you know, your family member, whoop-de-whoop? -whoop. You should write about that, you know? And he was like, um, and talk to um, Cool V, talk to Swan, you know? Like, like, you know, and, you know, I just talked with them, and, you know, they told me different stories about, you know, cats that tried to play them but been sweating them now, right. you know? So who came up with the actual word, vapors? Biz. Like, and it came up uh, one day in the Alvey Square Mall. Yo, I could play Biz in a movie, right? Keep it real. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't do that. 
Okay. I was going to listen to this doing a Juice Crew movie. I was like, yo, I play Biz. I think yeah. I can do Biz. I don't know but, why. Uh, but real talk, though, on another note, though, I think that you are a, a, a hell of an actor. You did a, uh, no, real you. talk. Thank you did a great job in Payton Falls. Let's get a drink on. Now, what is now what is this? What kind of red wine is this? It describes it. It's some um, sexy shit, Ken. Oh, it's those, called Cleo. It's, it a, it's a Spanish red. Um... It's um, it's um, uh, I believe seventy percent Monastrell, which is a Spanish grape, and seventy percent Spanish. Very cab. sophisticated. Mm. Spanish. I mean, it's thirty percent. Excuse me, thirty percent. You said Spanish, Spanish cab. Cab. Oh, Cabernet. Cabernet. We got to take a bone over here, baby. We got some cabs. Chinese cabs. So, all right, you guys, you 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 write the vapors. The song blows up. Let me ask you a question even before I go into depth with that. How come Biz is looked at like a real MC and Drake isn't? I don't know. I mean, you know, it's like, here's my thing, which I've always tried to explain. It's like, you know, once you cross that line, you sign that paper, right. you know, you cross that line. What you, you mean? Know? Well, I mean, it's like, you know, on the street, you're an MC. Uh-huh. But once you sign that Regulate paper, you start making records. You're an artist. You're gonna be produced. You know, right. so it's really where you want to go with it. Right. You know, I mean, with me, I've always tried to walk a fine line and do a little bit of both. As an artist, I try to make music for men and women. You know, touch R and B and keep the you know the hood right. the hood shit as well. But also spit battle cats and do real MC shit. You know, I always try to walk that fine line. But, I mean, it's like, for someone like Biz, Biz is an artist who makes, you know, some of the you know, most funniest records that make you yeah. enjoy life. You know, so I mean, with Drake um, doing the, you know the same thing, mm. and if he does have cats writing for him, I have a, I have no problem with that. I mean, mm. uh, you know, I think that makes him a great artist. Because I don't look at Biz no less than an artist. I don't look at uh, um, Easy E. Easy E actually said on the record, he said, um, "Ice Cube writes the rhymes that, that I, I say." say yeah. And for some reason, it didn't bother me. But for and this, Dre, Dre never wrote, Dre never wrote his wrote rhymes. Stuff, yeah. I found well, that was even a dope one with Puff with um, I don't. I write rhymes, I write checks. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how come these people don't tick off the average fan, but Drake does? Do you, you think it's because Drake is so high at, at, at the level? Like, you you, you got the experience to be that the, the only guy at one point. Do you think that that's the reason why Drake is receiving so much slack? Nah, he's, probably because he's a sex symbol. Mm, he was a sex symbol, too. That's, That's my right. point. God damn it. God damn it. You know what I'm saying? You know, but, when a dude, but, when a dude but, can imagine you you knocking his chick down, <laughs> y'all not going to be friends too long. You, 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 made, you made it hard for them light-skinned niggas out there. Let's make sure those light-skinned niggas out there struggling. Can't even shut the light-skinned people down. But, but did Biz ever say, like, I'm the illest MC? Did he ever, like, was that ever his, his thing that he put out there? Nah, I mean, he mm. may have said it, like, you know, rhyming, you know, off the dome. Right, right. You know, but I mean, you know. Because I think that might be the difference between a, a dude that, that considers himself a, a, an MC, a battle MC, versus an, just being a good overall artist. Mm. Some of them are going to put themselves out there that way. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot of cats out here that's making amazing music that I think are great artists. Mm. And I mean, you know, I don't think that they should be looked down upon because, you know, uh, they have writers. But at the same right. time, if that's your thing, then I don't think that you should be considering yourself, you know, a real MC. Yeah, you, you know, take the, the time of rapper. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with that, you no, know. Rapper. That's real. That's real. Uh, okay, so now can we talk about the vapors? So now, okay. So after the vapors come out, mm-hmm. right? 
is it, are people checking for you now because they know you like is it is it is it word of mouth that they know you woke this record so is that like not really I mean um I think like down the line people uh-huh. you know uh you know found out that I was writing you know um for um biz and some of the stuff for Shantae you know that came like um down the line um and those records took off immediately when they came out yeah yeah you got yeah. vapors. Yeah. Yeah, they did. So how did the vapors start off? Come on, what do your old niggas tell me? Can you, well, can you feel it? Yeah, Nothing yeah, can like save you. Yo, let me tell you. We was in the mall, walking around the mall, and this here bad chick that I had been trying to, you know, get at for a long time she in, high, the in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that type of thing. Okay. And Biz, you know how silly Biz is. Right. He behind her, just walking around, just just making up stuff like you know, like you know, like like Superman Joe over style scrapers. Scrapers. This girl here, she caught the vapors. Right. He yeah. just kept saying stuff like that. Behind. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, what the hell is you talking about? She caught the vapors. He just kept saying it, you know, uh, and that, that's when he started it and then on, told me it'll be a dope song. Can you feel it? Nothing can save you. Cause this is the season. Okay. Come on, here. Come on, here. I'm the DJ. I'm the, the DJ. DJ. Oh, nah, no, I know the record. We gonna we're gonna go through some cane wines today, goddammit. So now, alright. So when was the actual move where you actually felt like Okay, I'm making progress to getting on. Like, because you said uh, you just said like people didn't really take notice of you writing the records. It was. It all. Let me see. What was it? Oh, um, it began with nobody beats the biz. Nobody yeah. beats the biz. Which was before nobody the vapors beats. actually. Okay. Um, the day that biz bought the beat. Mm-hmm. He was going, um, I think, to another record store to get the Steve Miller band part mm-hmm. for it. Um, so he asked me to roll it. I'm like, yo, I got a test today, man. I can't, f- you know, fuck with you right, right, mm-hmm. right, right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, he went on and um, went to the store. And I went to school. But after school, I took the train to Marley Crib in Queens. Mm-hmm. And when I got Queens there. Bridge? Huh? Was it Queens Bridge, Marley Crib? Astoria. Astoria, okay. Yeah. Okay. He's blowing up. Yeah, <laughs> but when I got there, Biz wasn't there yet. So you know, with Marley, he like cracked the door with the chain on it, and was you know, like, yo, Biz ain't here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I was supposed to meet him here, and he's like, he ain't here. I'm like, you know, I, I rode the train all the way from Brooklyn. Um, Did like, you know who Marley Mar was at the time? Or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I've been there before. Okay, with, um, with the script. but he was like, your Biz ain't here. I don't know what to tell you, money. Right. No doubt. I'm like, well, look, these are the rhymes he's supposed to say today. Just let him know I came through. Then right. he was like, you writing biz stuff? I'm like, I wrote that, you know. And he took the chain off and was like, you know, yo, how this go? You know, and I was like spitting a little bit of it. He was like, I think he asked me, did I write and make the music? I was like, nah. And he was like, yo, come on in, come on in. Right. And he invited me in and then like asked me, do I rhyme to? I was like, yeah, and I spit something for him. And he was like, yo, let's work on something. Wow. Yeah. And what's the first record you worked on, Mark? I'll take you there. I'll take you there. Yeah, just drink from that. Go first on, album. girl! <laughs> yo! Yo! Goddamn, yeah. I'm getting chills through my body, goddamn. <laughs> Hold on, goddamn, my notes is going down. What the fuck is going on, goddamn? In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. 
Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify has made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 million black businesses initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Hold up a second, Has. I want to talk about another sponsor that provides a crucial service that helps, uh, I mean, folks like us, you know, with small businesses, but I mean, all businesses of all sizes. And it's a new year and you're setting new goals for your business. And it's extremely difficult to reach them without the right people on your team. Right. Emphasizing on right. And ZipRecruiter has transformed how you go about finding them. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidate? I mean, it's it's difficult to find the right people to fit the roles that that are really going to help advance your company. Um, ZipRecruiter posts your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. Then ZipRecruiter actively looks for the most qualified candidates and invites them to apply. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality, let's emphasize quality, candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, our listeners, Drink Champs that is, the Drink Champs Army, can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. Nada. Gratis. That's right. Free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com forward slash champs. That's ZipRecruiter.com forward slash C-H-A-M-P-S. Champs. One more time to try it for free. It's ZipRecruiter.com forward slash champs. Get your job on. Wait, but let's let's set the what's the year that this is happening? Just so this is um eighty seven. No, no, uh, don't give me like eighty six or eighty seven. I can't remember when, when nobody beats the bitch right. came out. Ooh. I want to say eighty seven though. Mm. I want to say eighty seven. So it's not even the height yet of, of Juice Crew like what they was doing. I mean, it, 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 yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty much good because you know I mean we talking about the time of um, this is during um, uh, Roxanne's Revenge, oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. the bridge, mm. it's a demo, wow. mm. you know. Wow. So now, okay. So you make that record with Molly. Now, when, what is the first record that you felt like? Wow, I kind of made it somewhere. Bro. Yeah. R-A-W mm. Terrorist Here to bring trouble Come on, come on Paul Where you, where you at? Come on Jane Talk about this Your baby artist Let's go I know all Kane lyrics Let's go baby You want a battle? We can lip sync battle right now I know I'm gonna win <laughs> So Raw Let's take me Take me to that time frame Well I mean it's 87 um, I'm fresh off the joint with Biz at, um, Just rhyming with Biz mm. but Yes yes y'all too What club is popping? The Limelight? Um, nah Um Quarters, rooftop, Nine quarters, Union rooftop. Square. Ooh, yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, it was like you know we was fresh off that just rhyming with Biz, where like you know I got a song out, and you know I'm thinking that you know oh yeah it's on now because I got this just rhyming with Biz joint with Biz, mm-hmm. but since Biz started the song off, everybody thought it was Biz record. Ooh. So promoters is booking Biz like you know like yeah he'll probably bring new dude with him. Right. So I got a Damn. song that they playing you know, on a rap attack and on Red Alert, but nobody's booking me. I'm home broke as hell. Right. You know, like I mean, <laughs> listen to my joint on the radio, and then go walk 13 blocks to go steal Mrs. Paul Fish dicks because I ain't got nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, 
So that's how it was. And I'm begging Fly Ty, you know, ran coaching records. Can I do a song by myself? Can yeah. I just do something with just me? Right. He like, it's not time. You need to let this record marinate for a while. Just... Then finally, I guess he got tired of me getting on his nerves. And yeah, I went and like Marley, I was like, yo, um, my man just gave me this here, um, this Bobby Bird joint. <laughs> and I found these here. Bobby Murder? Bobby Bird. Oh, I was about to say, okay. That's the, um, the drums. I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah. I was like, yo, my man just gave me this here Bobby Bird joint. Yeah. And um, I found these here um, Crazy Horns from off the Black Caesar soundtrack, you know. And, you know, we, we, we put the joint together, and that was that. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, come on, I gotta get my notes. My nigga, they, they don't want to make notes. me great. They don't want to <laughs> make me great right now. Kane got me like the goosebumps and all that. This is real shit, man. All right, so um, so now the Juice Crew, because we just you just touched on the Juice Crew lightly, right? Now, let's give even depth deeper. Mm -hmm. That symphony session. Mm. How did that? Like, how did that go down? They come well, okay. cool. There was um, the night I did Raw. I took G Rap to the studio with me. And how do you know G Rap? You just can't say it. Just like from Juice Crew. I just knew, met G through Juice okay. Crew. Because we was, was like already? the two. Nah. Okay. Well, uh, I, I believe G may have had demo. He may it's have a demo. demo. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like we was the two. Talk about G Rap, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We was the two lyrical dudes in the crew waiting to get our shine because mm. everybody else was popping except us. Mm. You did. So we waiting to really get our shine. So you know? are they looking at you like the two lyrical dudes? Is yeah. that the way y'all being looked at at the time? Yeah. Who else on that record? Craig G and Master Ace, correct? Yeah. Okay, continue. So it's like, you know, when I had with Roar, uh, Marley brought the beat back and me and G just did a little freestyle off of it. And Marley played it. And a lot of people was demanding, like, yo, play the Roar version with Kane and G on it. Mm. You know? So Marley was wait, like... Wait, 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 come on, sorry. You said it was just first you and G on Symphony? Yeah. Well, because like basically we rhymed on Raw mm. off the beat together, mm -hmm. and Marley played it after Raw came out. Mm. So people was requesting it, thinking it was a remix. Mm. Marley played it for a while, but then he stashed it and was like, yo, look, I need you and G to do the same thing, but for my album. So wow. it's really supposed to just be a song with me and G. Right. Mm. Then eventually, I guess when Marley was making the track or something, Craig heard it, and I guess told Marley he wanted in. And Marley came to me, and I was like, you know, well, you know, I, you know, I like that duck color shit, and, and you know, like, yeah, Craig, my dude, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. From then. So then it was uh, me, G, and Craig. But then the day we was filming the pictures for Marley album cover, after we got through, we went to Marley crib right after the photo session, right. and he was like, you know, this is my new artist, Master Ace. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, Master Ace from Brooklyn, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brownsville, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, you want to put him on the song? And I'm like, you know, looking at Ace, you know, I mean, I love Ace, but like Ace used to wear these big glasses, right? Okay. So me and G, like we sitting there like. You wasn't convinced. Yo, like, <laughs> dude, nah. I'm like, yo, let's, let's say we're going to get some pizza and get the fuck up out of here, man. So that was the plan. But um, I guess we took too long and Ace got a chance to start spitting. And when and he, he, killed it. he, he spit his verse, you yeah. know, I was like, yo, glass is kind of nice, man. Right. Like, I'm right. kind of feeling dude, glass. you know? <laughs> right. So then, then um, afterwards, um, uh, Craig spit his verse, right. you know, and then G came over to me, you know, with that, that G-Rap list, you know? Mm -hmm. 
Shit, glasses first might be a little bit better than Crane's. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it was like, you know, we was like, yeah, yeah, we, we, we messing with dude. We, we, we digging dude. Yeah, all right, let's do this. Right. So we did it. And then, but then G-Rap went and he said, like, I don't know, is this like a, maybe you can tell me, is this like a Queens thing? Because, right. like, he had like about 150 bars, man. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean, like, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. dude, run. Not, not being able to count. Yeah, this is two inch error. Yeah, yeah, two inch. Oh, God you know what I'm saying? This is two inch error. We talk about the real. 15 minutes. And dude ran the reel off. <laughs> no, 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 I'm dead serious. I'm not joking. He ran the reel off. So I'm like, so I'm not going there. You know? So yeah, so G had to cut his rhyme. Right. Um, you know, just so I can even fit my verse on. Right. Yeah. Now, what was the problem with you and Rakim? What, 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 what was, what was the, it was a... You know, honestly, to this day, I would love to know. Right. You know? <laughs> oh, <shit>. um, <laughs> nah, because I mean, you know, I never, I never had a problem, you know, with um, Rakim. Okay. And, you know, me and Eric B was like this. Right. You know? Right. Um, when I bought my first house, Eric B had a set of keys um, wow. um, before I did. Because wow. I was wow. um, in L.A. filming something. Wow. You know, so I mean, me and Eric was cool. Right. Um, I guess it was the type of thing where people just wanted to know who was better. So they would push to well, try to get us better. Were they trying to, to um, com com compare you guys' styles together? Like, because uh, y'all both laid back and lyrical? Was I think it's it? really a lyrical thing. Yeah. Like, I think Kane is lyrical. I think Ra is lyrical. Yeah. Right. But who's better? Right. You know, that type right. of thing. Right. You know, competitive thing, you know, which is, which to me is hip hop. Right. You know, so, you know, it, I can understand them wanting to see that. Do, do you, do you, do you, um, when you see like uh, Meek Mill and, and um, Drake going at it, what, what do you say? What do you think of things like that? I mean, I mean, it's my thing is like this here. Mm -hmm. You keep it on record, it's hip hop. Mm -hmm. You know, you take it off record, now you turn it into a contact sport, mm -hmm. you know. Um, Did Kane I mean, ever have to slay somebody on the mic? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Who you had to slay, Kane? Let's, let's throw it out there. Let's on the mic or off the mic? Oh, no, on the mic, baby. Come on, where you going? <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm just saying, talking about the contact sport. Yeah. I, 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 I battled, you know, that was my thing, battling. Right. So, I mean, there was a whole bunch of rappers I battled. I mean, is that your question? Or are you asking me, like, yeah. like somebody... No, I'm talking about on wax. Like, who did you slay? Oh, yeah. oh nah, nah. Yeah? Nah, I wax. never had... Okay. Nah. You, did, you didn't nah. have time for that? I, I, nobody wanted me oh, to. I mean, nobody wanted to go that way. So now, now, now the Slick Rick thing. Who, who brought this up? Was it EPMD? Who was it? It was. I think it was. It was EPMD or Jermaine Dupree. It was one of them. They said Slick Rick. Oh, the, the bus thing? Yeah, the bus. <laughs> that y'all had beef and Slick Rick pulled out a gun and tried to shoot you. Is this true? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm saying y'all my heroes, man. So I got. I just gotta act it straight up. There might be a little truth to that. <laughs> what happened? Yo, listen. This is the crazy thing. Listen, right? Right now, if little, um, you know, Curly Head and um, Uncle such and such have beef, we all know about it. But back then, we didn't have Instagram, we didn't have Twitter, right. so it was all word of mouth. So when I'm hearing this, and, and I forget who called me, and they was like, man, this is an EPMD episode. And they was like, yeah, you missed a whole bunch of things. Like, and I was like, word? And 
I had never, I had never knew that. I had never heard you go at Slick Rick. No, nobody went at nobody. It so wasn't nothing so like that. So let's just keep it clear. So back in the days, y'all had beef, but it was not on the record. Yeah, yeah, it was it was some little mild stuff, you know. Okay, that, that, that um, gun came into okay. play. Yeah, it, it was more or less, I guess, um, about um, the tour, an issue about the tour, the um, the, the LL Nitro tour. You know, that was, was just a little issue. Nah, it's nothing. Cause it's all the news, <laughs> okay. you know what, 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 what was the problem over? Huh? What was the problem over? Like, um, the problem was over the same thing. Um, that um, EPMD was talking about when when y'all had him here about right. the the order of the show. Mm. Oh yeah, because you was you was tearing shit down. Yeah, I see you. Before. <laughs> right, let me tell you something about Kane. I know I'm ch- changing the subject, but niggas don't want to go on at the Kane side. Niggas don't want to come on at the ain't no high step. But I mean, niggas don't want to come on at. In all honesty, let me just say this here: Slick Rick. <coughs> Had an amazing show, mm. and also he had the club bangers, Mona mm. Lisa, Children's Stories. Ama- he had an amazing show, yeah. and EPMD. I mean, it was like the energy they brought on stage right. was phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, like these dudes just had like crazy energy. You know what I mean? So for them to like not be doing a lot of movement, mm. right. you know, they had a for they both and these artists had phenomenal show. And scrap, yeah, and you turning around. The dances. <laughs> you doing? You hitting the wall? You doing all that? Like, hey, you give him a show. Keep it real. Oh no, no, no! You absolutely. give him a show. But I mean, you know, I mean, my I, I I came from a different perspective. I think me and you had this conversation mm-hmm. over in London before. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, like um, I'll tell you that um, like you know, Dougie Fresh came to one of my shows, and you know, he saw me perform, and like we smashed it. This was at uh, the World. Okay. Down downtown. Uh huh. We did a show, and Dougie saw me smash it. And I'm asking him, like, what you think? And, you know, Doug is, you know, he's, you know, like, you know, I mean, you know, it was all right, Hob, you know, but, you know, I thought that you could have. And, you know, in my mind. Yeah, but, I mean, nah, but it's like, <laughs> after I know I just rocked it, I'm in my mind, I'm like, mm, yeah, old school ass nigga just hate it. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's what's up, dog. That's what's up. But then he was like, yo, won't you come by the crib? You know, let me show you something. Mm. So we go by, you know, his crib, and he pull out these, um, man, back then, I think it might have been Betamax. I'm not even sure what mm. we was rocking then. Mm. But videos of Earth, Wind, and Fire, Michael mm. Jackson, mm. Pink Floyd. Mm. You yeah, know, so y'all sh- studying that. No, he's showing me what he studied. Oh, okay. Mm. And explaining how he, you know, transformed that into hip-hop. Right. You mm. know, to make it work at a hip-hop show. And I'm like, mm. So that next morning, I woke up and bought me a, a James Brown video, mm. Marvin Gaye, uh, and Barry White. Those are the first three I bought. Right. VHS, you're talking about? Beta. This, yeah, Beta this Beta might be I think this is before VHS, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, you know, um, yeah. And I start, you know, um, studying them and figuring out different things to do on stage. Mm-hmm. So, you see, my mindset wasn't about how to make the dope hip-hop show. My mindset was about how to make a dope show. Show, right. Mm. And make hip-hop accepted. Mm. Now, I got, I got another question to ask. Who's Flat Top ruled in 89? Uh, <laughs> come on, come on. Boy, we don't care. Boy, we don't care. Boy, we don't care. Yo, let me tell you something. How much you used to pay your barber? Because he had your shit right. Your shit was... It was, it was, it was how you call it in Spanish, perfecto. 
Well, you know, I was like, you know, I had a barber, but then also school was nice with the Clippers too. So mm. before we go on stage, mm. I can always get, you know, you know mm. what I mean. Mm. Did you have did you have a flat top back then? Come on, man. I'm asking. <laughs> I had a flat top, but my shit didn't come, my shit come like Kane's. My shit was not like Kane's. <laughs> my, shit, my shit go boop. I think I invented the Gumby because my barber was just so fucked up. You had the Gumby too? Yeah, I had a Gumby too. I had that. I had, I had, I had, I had a Kwame polka dot. Everything. I was a real hip hop kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, you think you perfected the, um, the flat top? Like, you I, think, I think, um, I think I may have made it popular mm. by talking about it, mm. you know, because I mean, it was something that um, that I asked for from seeing Larry Blackman from Cameo. Mm. So oh, I wasn't shit. the first to have it, you mm. know, and um, Kid from Kid and Play, his joint yeah. was always yeah, bigger than mine, ultimate joint. you know, but I think it was just a, 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 a matter of me always talking about it, you know what I'm saying, like really putting a brand to it, you know what I'm saying? No, but you were like the hood, uh, let me, let me, let me uh, say this you were like the hood like you represented the hood like when you were doing it like people from the hood followed what you did so that's what I'm saying like the, the hood controls the world so we didn't we didn't see the flats out from cameo do you think you don't you don't think you just no, for, for the generation you're talking about for that generation yeah I didn't watch cameo on them niggas like not really like that they, they you know y'all was my cameo no I got you you know I what I'm saying you. so now um what, 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 what was your experience like working with Cold Chillin' in those days? The Cold Chillin' was like was damn near like Def Jam, Def Jam, yeah, or, for sure. Like Def Row yeah. or whatever. Like you guys was like the first like hood label that was it was ran by hood people. So how, how was that experience? I mean, it was beautiful. I mean, you know, Def Jam without a doubt is um, you know like probably the greatest hip hop label mm-hmm. ever, but. Cold Chillin' was unique because the artist was a crew. Mm. See what I'm saying? Def Jam had a bunch of hip hop artists. Yeah, yeah. Cold Chillin' had the Juice crew. Mm-hmm. The artists were a crew. Right. You see what I'm saying? And it operated that way. And with each one giving off, um, you know, their different, you know, forms of artistry. You know, like, um, you know, you had um, me on the lyrical stuff and the smooth player stuff. You had G-Rap on the gangster stuff, Biz on the comedies, Shantae on the sassy mouth, disrespecting everybody. You're touching all bases. You know, yeah. Shan is the wild child, the wild cowboy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it was like that. Craig G, you know, the, the baby come up dude, you know. Right. And, and all of y'all was single artists and then became the Juice Crew, correct? As opposed to like Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang was all... No, nah, y'all were the crew. Nah, we were yeah. brought in as a, like, you know, as a member of the Juice yeah. Crew. Mm. You know, because I mean, you know, um, this was, you know, you, the Juice Crew is, is, you know, make no mistake, this is Mr. Magic thing. Mm. You know, it wasn't Shan or Shantae thing. It wasn't Marley or Fly Todd thing. Mm. This is Mr. Magic thing. Mm. You know, so I mean, you I don't know, think people really Mr. Magic know that like that. Ma, <coughs> no, I said that on on his hat. Like Shantae is and will forever be, you know, the queen of the Juice Crew. The mm. one she is the one who made it popular, right? Because I went to she was the first artist to do it on wax. <laughs> Throw that out there. Who you know, school did you go to school with? I went to school with her sister Fastina. For real? Oh, okay, I know. Yeah, yeah, no, correct. But yeah, she's the one who put it on wax. You know what I'm saying? Where we all can eat and make money off of it. But, you know, I mean, a lot so of people don't know. So she was the first one to, like, like really rep it? Like, yeah, she's really the one who made was. the Juice Crew blow. Right, okay. 
So Shantae will forever be the queen of the Juice Crew. But prior to Shantae, and a lot of people don't know this, Jalil from Houdini, Mighty Mike C from The Fearless Four, um, uh, Melly Mel, uh, Waterbed Kev, these are all members of the Juice Crew that was before her. Yeah, I didn't know Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because this, this was Magic Crew, but they was a part of, you know, his team with radio. Right. You know? Shantae started a whole new chapter of the Juice Crew as artists. Mm. Hold on, let me let me interrupt for a second. Um, You know, we really got to give it up to the companies that, that support Drink Champs. So if you're in the Drink Champs army, make sure you support uh, the companies we talk about, the advertisers. Because without them, we wouldn't be here. And and one of these companies, it's funny. Um, my boy Charlie, he's he's heavy on this, and it, and it's been working out. I mean, he lives by this. It's it's eHarmony. And if you're trying to online dating, chances are you you run into like lazy text messages, dead end conversations, random matches that don't turn into dates. You can't get to know someone just by looking at their picture and, you know, these crazy profiles and swiping and all this stuff. Charlie, Charlie, he's really into this whole eHarmony thing. And uh, and if you know Charlie, like we know Charlie, I mean, it, it, it works, you know, it definitely works for him. And uh, eHarmony is unlike many other online dating sites. eHarmony takes steps that other dating sites don't. In order to find you a more compatible match, they're built to help you find lasting, meaningful relationships, not a shallow hookup. Uh, they have helped over a million people find their perfect match. That's, you know, that's about, you know, as many people are listening to us every uh, every couple weeks. So eHarmony uses years and years of science, data, and psych- psychological research to send you right to the right matches. And, and I mean, nowadays... You, you need to make sure you 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 get with the right person because it could all go downhill from there. eHarmony brings compatible people together. There are plenty of hookup sites out there. Plenty, no pun intended. That is not what they are right now. Um, our listeners get a free month with eHarmony when they sign up for, for three months. Sign up for a three month subscription. Enter the code Champs C H A M P S at checkout. It's a free month. So you got nothing to lose. Go in there, you know, find the right person. You never know. You might start a family. You know, you can listen to Drink Champs together. Get that, you know, get your favorite drink. Sit by the by the TV and watch us on Revolt or, or, or you know, sit by, by, you know, in the car, listen to us on Audio Boom, iTunes. You know, however you, you, you check out Drink Champs, you know, definitely, you know, this might be the, the way to find that person to enjoy Drink Champs. So stop waiting. And start your journey to satisfy a meaningful relationship. It can be fun to play around with online dating apps. But when you're ready to fall in love. And love people. And a lot of people scare that. With someone and have a meaningful relationship. There's one app that's built to bring you real love. Shout out to Mary J. Blige who just got that star. eHarmony. Come see how eHarmony can change your life. Go to eHarmony.com and get started. Enter our code. Champs, C H A M P S, because even the Drink Champs Army need love too. And if you already got someone, then refer somebody else that you know that's single that that is having a hard time finding that right person to enter that code Champs when they go to eHarmony.com. 
Do you think you um, invented smooth rap? Like rap is just smooth. Cool as a cucumber? Like I would I say Hope does smooth I can't rap. say I invented it, but I damn sure made it right. Okay, goddamn, make some noise for me, Daddy K, goddamn. <laughs> I think you have been a smooth rap, and I think one of the people who are still doing it and perfecting smooth rap is Jay Z, and he's direct. Yeah, I think he's the direct descendant of, of, of Big Daddy of, of, your, sure. of your crew. You got you got Madonna on this list? Yeah, I got Madonna. <laughs> goddamn it! Yeah, I got. You want to go there right I now? I want to hear that story. Uh, I, I, first off, I got pictures with. Is that Madonna? Well, you got pictures. Is that Madonna and Naomi Campbell? Mm-hmm. For real? With the the legs spread eagle? <laughs> Yeah. You want me to pull them up? I mean, that's on you, brother. No, just tell us what. My job, how did, how did you end up? Well, we know how it ended up, but you ended up in her book. Wait, 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 like, no, no. The photo shoot. Let's, let's go. To, what was the photo shoot like, brother? Um, that was Madonna and Naomi Campbell. God damn it. I mean, the photo shoot was fun. You know what I mean? Hold on, hold on, God. Oh, my God. Hold on, God. <laughs> hold on, God. Everybody see that? For people on Revolve TV. <laughs> Hold on, I got one more somewhere. This, that's I think Madonna. You got that, that poster you Jeez. Nah, the photo shoot was live. I mean, you know, it was like, you know, music playing, food out and stuff. What and was this for Playboy? No, nah, it was for her book. Her book called Sex. Oh, so it was for her book? Yeah. Oh, Madonna. Yeah, it was a Madonna book. Ooh, you the first nigga to knock down Madonna. Give me high five. <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> okay, listen. No, no, no. Me and Madonna never had sex. We just took oh, new food. Oh, damn. So okay. it's on the record Word, now. For real? Nah, I could have sworn that shit got No, no, no. We just took nude photos. That's you all. Sure? I'm, I'm, I think I remember. Okay. Yeah. And, you know and, and they own me neither? Because you locked nah. down a lot of things, King. Like, King. <laughs> well, well, them, well, them two not on the list, They're man. Not on the list. I mean, nah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Madonna, you know, she's a beautiful young lady. And more importantly, mm. she was mad cool. Right. Because you see, the way we met, that's what the whole, because you know, we met under different circumstances. You mm. know, this wasn't about no sexy, you know, freaky mm. stuff. You know, mm. like the way we met was uh, me, Madonna, and Color Me Bad was visiting hospitals Ooh, to see, um, you know. Oh, sex you Yeah, Color Me Bad. Yeah. So, so you see where this is going. Yeah. So we visit in hospitals um, with kids, um, like this, you know, sick in the hospital, going to take pictures with them and sign autographs. Mm. And you know these hospitals are like on you know on the east side of Manhattan and stuff right. like this. So, right. so while we there, you know they knew who Madonna was. Mm, they right. knew who Color Me Bad was. Mm. But, you know a lot of kids in the hospital they didn't really know exactly who I was. You know because mm. like this was like you know you know upper class you know white right. children. Mm. You know and Madonna is sitting there like you know Big Daddy Kane say hi to Big Daddy Kane. He's a famous rapper. Let me hear you say, ain't no hell. Oh, and I'm like, damn. oh, Madonna know my shit. Yo. <laughs> you know, yo, like, like, yeah, that was one of the moments for and me. this before like, wow. after you finger popped her? Because clearly. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is before. It's before. Because <laughs> <before. laughs> okay. clearly. Yeah, okay. And clearly. you see, I didn't dispute that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, so, 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 so
mean, his fingers is not. I mean, you know, I mean what am I going to do? Lie like that, that, that's not me? Let's keep it real. Me. Was that her idea? Can you please think about it? Let's keep it real, Kane. Did you smell it? Huh? Otherwise, come on. We all smell it. Come nah. On. You didn't smell it? Nah. Let me I show mean, your uh, hands right there. Okay. <laughs> Son, listen, you got two of the baddest women, arguably from two of the best of the both worlds. I would have wore a speedo too, my brother. I'm gonna just throw that out there. Cause he definitely got the speedo on. He's leopard print and all that. That's my nigga. You, you, <laughs> what are you thinking right there? Don't you love the way he sneaked those in? It's not a good shot, you know what I'm saying? It's like a Chinese stuff. It's more like, you know, like a spitball. It's like a spitball, right? Nah, you got away with it, my nigga. Hold on, I got another one. You shoot him real greasy, man. I got another time, my nigga. Let me tell you something, Kane. Yo, listen, we all looked up to you in the hood, and we was like, damn. Like, in our mind, I don't, you said you didn't, but in our mind, niggas was like, yo, you can blow up, you can rap. And you can fuck rich white bitches. Like this is, this is this is what we thought in the hood. It was like, oh shit, but Daddy King, it just cut our eyebrows. So then we started cutting our eyebrows. Well, here's to be an inspiration. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh, now, King, let me tell you how much, how much. Yo, Eric, where's that lyric at? Where's that lyric at? Where's that lyric at? This how much. Oh, niggas done took my dog? Oh, okay, here, look. Look, because I, I, they told me you don't drink champagne or you don't drink it, but I just wanted to give you a bottle of Dom Perignon for me. Oh, to you. Oh, to you. No, I appreciate it, Because in my mind, I thought we was going to drink champagne because mm. I just be looking at, I was like, what, what was, it ain't no half-stepping when you in the, the ring. Mm -hmm. You in the ring, and I just, in my mind, when they fed you water, it was champagne. <laughs> like, in my mind. Well, I mean, for the money in the record, I do drink champagne. It's oh, just okay. that I, 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 I prefer wine, but oh, I do yeah. drink champagne. Okay, all right, cool. Well, yeah. you know, listen, Kane, I just got to throw this out there. Every guest that we ever had did a shot of something, right? So, you, you, would, you would you like to indulge in one shot? One shot of something. This is what I recommend. This is called Tiger Bomb. That's semi-herbal. Yeah, it's semi-herbal. Uh, this is no sugar, just in case. <laughs> No, the right way to sell that one. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, some people be worried about their sugar levels. Yeah, this is this is a Chinese herb. It's heavy we, in we ginseng can... and a lot of something else. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I you take, this. You take the yeah. right, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, finish this is your turn. I look like the ginseng. Yes, you do. Kid, come kid, on. Kid. Let's do it. This is Big Daddy Kane. You, and he been hyped all fucking week. Oh, no, nah, we've all both been hyped. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, Kane... There's no outlet for us. Yo, hold on. I mean, hold on. Look at the size of these fucking shot glasses. Come on, we don't. Come on, we gotta. We gotta. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. Okay, yeah. All right, give one more. So, so Kane, you know, when we, me and my partner, we sat here and we said, you know, we had had a radio show prior to that, but on this radio show, we was just playing around, we was bullshit. But we just sat back and said, there isn't an outlet for our people, our older statesmen. People who put in this work, or people who did what they had to do, and to sit down and be saluted. So we want you to know that this is what we're doing tonight. Big Daddy Kane, first off, you raised me, in case you ain't know it or not. 
you raised me. I'm sure you raised half All of these of motherfuckers them. in your room. And if you didn't raise these guys in your room, their parents fucked to your music, and that's why they're here right now. So you raised them indefinitely, indefinitely. So I'm indirectly, wanna, indirectly, indirectly, because I just want to say, Big Daddy Kane. You should be saluted every day of the motherfucking year. Yeah. I, you're a Virgo. We're going to get into that later. September 10th, correct? Yes, sir. That day should be Big Daddy Kane fucking holiday. You should do whatever the fuck you want to do on that day. You should be able to piss on your boss' feet. <laughs> and, just, and just come to fucking work and just do whatever the fuck you got to do. But I don't know if you know, this is how we do it, Kane. This is eye to eye. This is Tiger Bone. This is Drink Champs motherfucking shit. And this is to Big Daddy Kane. Oh, you motherfuckers. It's not good at all. Oh. <laughs> nah, it gotta burn. It gotta yeah. burn. <laughs> but, it, but it's smooth though. It's smooth though. It went smooth down. Of course he would say it's smooth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm growing up. Yes, sir. I'm following you. I'm a kid. How do I become a smooth operator? You know, lots of times I talk to um, the youth about their career, and it's like I always try to tell cats, you know, that, you know, you got to give your fans you. Mm. You cannot follow the trend, mm. you know, because trends come and go. Mm. So when that trend is gone, you're gone because mm. you was a part of it. Mm. There was nothing special about you. Mm. There was nothing special that made them, you know, try to disassoci disassociate you from whatever the hell else was going on. Mm. You have to be somebody that's unique. Give them mm. something original, something mm. where, they, where they gravitate to what you do, what you represent. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's something I've always thought was important in, in, in an artist, you know? I mean, you, you, you got to give them something special, you mm. know? And I mean, in all honesty, I feel like you've done that. Right. You know? Thank you. I don't think, you know, that you were um, cut out to be the smooth dude. You were mm -hmm. cut out to be... What you are. Exactly. And you wear it well. Mm, you, you wear it well. Thank you, brother. You know what I'm saying? Let's make some noise for me. Can you make some noise for me? Yeah. Yo, yo, twin, you over here, listen. You 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 wait, you yo twin, you coming? Look. Listen, I'm I'm sure you was made up of a Big Daddy Kane record. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure your parents, this is how you got here. This is my man twin. He had a fatal accident, but he's good. Not fatal, excuse me. Sorry. Damn, you said, you know who Big Daddy King? God damn it. You What's can serve some love to Big Daddy King. Look, he got us he got us popping dark. Hurry on, twin. He got us popping dark. Hurry on. Yeah, here, come get a glass, and that's about it. You only get one. We're gonna keep you moving. You sound a tiger ball? Hold on. When Big King take his second shot. Yeah, take a yeah, shot of that dog. Let's not advance that. No, but seriously, I don't know who, like, who really, like, like go to movies and, like, really focus on scenes that mm. deep. But, I mean, you know, when I was watching um, Peyton Fool, I'm watching mm. a lot of the people that had little cameos mm. and little spots in there. And, I mean, like, yo, that scene with you, oh, yo, you, I mean. You, I made it all up. Yeah, but the whole thing is right. that. You stayed focused and you made your presence felt. Right. You know what I'm saying? You didn't just fall back and just be a part of the script. No, no, no. no. You made, made your it, presence yeah. felt. I, uh, you know what I'm saying? You came across on camera great, man. Great. Like, yeah, I'd love to see more shit mm. like that, man. Now, speaking of movies, you did the Posse movie. Mm -hmm. How was that experience? Cause that was like that was that was like when we know we thought like Dan Kane never coming back because that was like a Hollywood like that was, <laughs> all -star really, cast. Like that was an all star cast. Yeah. You're looking like 
came, never coming back. Like, so the, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's right. like you know, I enjoy doing it. Mm. It, it. It was the type of work that I wanted to do because I didn't want to be on the big screen being a rapper or being a thug because I mean you know you didn't see me do that in a video you right, don't right. you know it's, I don't it's like that's the music life you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. if we act then, then let's act you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying let me let me do something separate out of yourself character. from who you are like yeah. yeah so having to you know um speak in a you know in a period voice and you know ride horses you know I mean, I thought that that was beautiful, and I mean, I, I enjoyed that opportunity. Mm. Big ups, much respects to Mario Van People for mm-hmm. giving me Mario the shot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I tell you one thing though, that shit was a culture shock like never before. What you mean by that? Like, Hollywood. I mean, oh, 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 the set. Oh, the set life. Right. Like you know, I mean, where, where you from? I'm from well, Miami. Miami. I mean, okay. By way of LA. Okay, well, Queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just like Brooklyn, you know. Mm-hmm. What we see on day to day basis right. is cat, rat, dog. Right. right. We come out of our house. That's wildlife right. for us. Right. 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 You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, you know, you see a cat and a dog in the daytime, you, in the nighttime, you see the rats come out. Right. Right. That's what we see. You right. know what I'm saying? Honorable mention to the roaches. Right. That's really, you know, the extent of it. Right. Right. Bro, I'm out there messing with tarantulas, <laughs> scorpions. Where y'all filmed this at? Tucson, Arizona. Oh, I'm yeah, the desert. Yeah, yeah, I desert. filmed a, a yeah. horror movie in Tucson, Arizona. It's oh, terrible. I get my head cut off. I fuck and I die. It's, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the black guy. I fuck and I die. Black guy. Black guy. <laughs> so I'm like, kill him. I die. I'm ten minutes. That's it. I'm out of the movie. Yeah. I'm sorry, King. No, no, no. I had a movie. I had a movie. I'm sorry. But yeah, but Tucson, Arizona like, is crazy. Woodpeckers, snakes. Bro, let me tell you something. Somebody asked me one time, like, you yo, had woodpeckers out there? Woodpecker. <laughs> yeah, Woody Woodpecker and them niggas? Okay. My dude. Uh-huh. Carving on my door every morning, 5 a.m., and my dumb ass getting there opening it up thinking somebody knocking. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fucking woodpecker. Real talk. Woodpecker Real talk. Woodpecker. <laughs> on schedule every morning, 5 a.m. <laughs> real talk. Oh, shit. Nah, but real talk, let me tell you something. Uh-huh. Uh, somebody asked me one time about, you know, like, yo, why you never make, like, no, 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 no gangster shit, man? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, because I mean, I gangster just, films they took them out. No, nah, they took music. About gangster records. Oh. I never, you know, I never did no, you know, no gangster shit. You know, what I'm saying? I mean, I spit hard I lyrics, like but not no gangster shit. I feel like shit. the shit was gangster to me. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Yeah. It was, it was right. hardcore, but not right. gangster. But I mean, you know, I, I explained to them. I said, well, for one reason, there's a um, PA girl that worked on the posse said that could pull my card real easy and let mm-hmm. everybody know that ain't nothing that that shit ain't true. Yeah. Because when we was filming, one day we coming off set, uh-huh. my dude, like the people, they over there like telling us to go like this, to walk another way. Uh-huh. They whispering. And I can't, you know, I couldn't understand what they're saying. This is going on for a few minutes. Long story short, I couldn't take it no more. I'm just like, yo, what? Yeah. And they said, Rattler. So I just took flight, right? I'm holding ass. Snake. Oh, okay. now, now listen, I'm running, but I'm a man, Norby. You feel me? I'm running, but I'm a man. Yeah, I got but a story like this. Here's where it got funky. The PA girl caught up with me and grabbed my wrist, like, you know, save her. And I mean, you know, my dude, you know. Yo, I mean, I remember being at a party in Brooklyn where I took a chick and threw her in the speaker while they shooting inside the club. Oh, 
And I'm standing out there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, the gun, you know, that, that stuff don't bother me. You the know what I'm saying? The snake is a different right. thing. You know? Yeah. <laughs> nah, I swear to God. So when she, she grabbed my wrist, I start punching the shit out of her because she was slowing me down. You know what I'm saying? She was slowing me down. So I start punching the shit out of her hand, you know, to get her all off me. Because, like, nah. So, yeah, I make mean, nah, the gangster stuff ain't funny. <laughs> That's how we got to the. Now, because now, we heard stories of you being with, like, uh, like, like Supreme, Magnetic, the uh, um, Puerto Rican Supreme from Brooklyn. That's so, my dude. Yeah, yeah. So we always heard those stories, so we always automatically thought. It was it was just you. That's not you saying that's not never at all. Nah, you have the videos. You I was convinced, okay? You can't take it take it back now. I mean, I'm a, I'm a nice guy. Mm. I'm a nice guy. You know, I'm a nice guy. They drink red wine. Yeah, you know. And finger I mean, pop Madonna. Let's make some noise. Yeah. <laughs> In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy, and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. 
Drink Champs Army, we really got to support those that have been supporting us. And one of those companies that has been supporting us damn near from day one is SeatGeek. And it's not just about supporting them, it's just it's a good service, it's a great service. And buying tickets and for sports and concerts can be complicated and confusing, but there really is a better way with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event, whether you're searching for a last-minute deal, planning a night out, or need to find the perfect gift. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, and we all need to save some bread. Fully guaranteed, too. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. I actually have SeatGeek app on my phone. I mean, I've had it since since for a while. I actually, before they even started to support us um, about a year or two ago. And it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find the seats I actually just use SeatGeek to buy tickets to, to the J concert when Jay-Z was in town. And I just bought some uh, play tickets for my mom, actually, for Christmas for Que Pasa USA. It's a play. And, and many of y'all might not know what that is, but it's a Cuban thing. Que Pasa USA. Google it. But uh, SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck... SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports to concerts to comedy to theater. If you want to watch Alligator Mud Wrestling, I mean, I don't advise it, but hey, you could probably find the right seats at SeatGeek. Best of all, Drink Champs listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DRINK today. D-R-I-N-K, DRINK. That's promo code DRINK for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. So get out there. Don't just uh, listen to the music or go and watch it. You know, go live it. I'm not gonna lie. That's hardcore. I think we're gonna blow that picture up and put it right here in the store. I'm not gonna lie, I'm putting that in my house. I'm not gonna lie. I said, yo, we interviewing Kane. Like 50,000 of these bitches came through. (laughs) And then it was like, and I I, I was debating. I was like, that's not Madonna. I thought you and Madonna had did a separate photo shoot. I didn't know. Naomi Campbell was in it? Naomi Campbell. So how'd you not get hard in the photo shoot? Like I would have got, I would have been. Well, how do you know? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'd have been. I'm just saying. You, you, you was, you was, you was already like. Trained. I mean, you know, it's like, uh, you know, at a certain point in your life, mm-hmm. you just get an understanding about certain things, mm-hmm. and you just, I guess, look at life differently. 
Yeah, because she got legs straight open. <laughs> the other one is right no, there. I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I'd have been, all the professional shit, I'd have been like, holy moly, guacamole. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, Kane. All right, well, you're going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it real. I mean, it's like this, you know. I'm a Madonna fan, you know what I'm saying? You know, borderline, physical attraction, all them joints, you know. I, mm. I remember, you know, rocking and watching the videos mm. on Friday night videos, you know. Mm. And, I've, and she's a very attractive young lady, you know. Mm. And, you know, Naomi Campbell, you know, she's fine, too. But, I mean, you know, at a certain point in your life, after you done did so much, you know, and, you know, you know, your mentality get a certain way, you know, sometimes you just come to the realization that, you know, the best pussy you ever had is the pussy you never had. And it's so much more fun just thinking about it. Damn, that's food for thought. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> he gave me a, another Caesar just now. <laughs> that shit was so over my head and sharp and deep. No, I mean, let me break it down to you. Okay, cool. Have you ever in your life mm. bagged a fine chick mm-hmm. that was, I mean, built amazing? Mm-hmm. Got her back to the hotel. Dodo bird. Yeah, whack. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just whack. Dodo bird. You know, mm-hmm. like giving you them, them them crazy psychotic looks, or or or, or, or can't do doggy style, or, or you know, or just 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 everything just going wrong. You know what I'm saying? You say just don't ruin it. No, no, no. What I'm trying to say is that but it like, was more exciting when you was thinking about it. That's what I'm saying. Don't club. ruin it by by trying to bag it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. exactly. You know, right. what's your illest groupie story, Kane? Did a bitch wait outside your door with milk? For some reason, I just feel like nah. that just happened. <laughs> My illness like, group used to A chick just can't wait outside your door with milk. That chick on the inside? Like Pootie Tang. You never seen that? Because like, Kane, Kane, you was dead. Uh, I guess my, my, my illest one would probably be... Um, um, uh, let me see. Oh, yeah. Probably the LL tour. The same one, the Nitro mm-hmm. tour. The Slick Rick. Yeah, the Nitro tour. Um, but on tour with LL, he gives out flowers and roses to bitches. He's cheating. By, <laughs> by giving out roses. I'm no. just saying, if you ain't giving out roses, you come on after that. It's, you, you, the bitches be like, what the fuck are you here for? No, no, no. <laughs> this nigga just game. gave me a rose. That's fair game. I mean, that might have been what, what, what messed me up that night. Who knows? Okay, you know what all, right, all right. Let's talk about it, game. I mean, no, because I mean, it was like um, uh, Russell Simmons actually introduced me to this chick. And, you know, she was came, came back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And me and Russell and I think me, Russell, and Andre Harrell, I believe, we was by the bar. Mm-hmm. And she came in and LL was over there signing autographs. Mm-hmm. And she went to L. No, nah, I'm not telling this story. Uh, <laughs> Kane, I'm like, listen to us, Kane. We, like, we have 2.5 listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, we, got, we got two and a half listeners. And they all in this room. Don't worry about it, Kane. Nobody going to hear this. Come on. Oh, man. Everybody gives nah. unreleased shit. Everybody okay. gives us. Okay. Nah, but... Okay. She went to L, you know. Changing names. I seen them, they, they chopping it up. Oh, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, now they, they, they chopping it up and whatever. Uh-huh. And like I seen L like pinch her cheek or something like that. Uh-huh. And then she walked over to the bar to me. Mm. Now, my problem with that was. Did you have a can go on? No, nah, like my problem was that it's like this here. You're supposed to come meet me at the room. So after mm. L shot you down, you're supposed to go to the elevator. Mm. When you come to the bar, that lets me know that you saw me all this goddamn time. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And mm. just was making, just choosing in front of me. Mm. You know, okay, so it's like, all right, cool. 
So we get upstairs, you know, we get it popping. And, um, you know, I'm into what I'm doing and, you know, I mean, it turned into, you know, one of the type of things where, you know, I, you know, I'm sorry to get my R. Kelly on, you know. And, um, <laughs> it's BB. <laughs> let's go. Golden okay. shower? Let's go. Okay. You pee on the bitch? I mean, <laughs> it, was, it just felt good. It just felt bad. You had to go. So. Listen, I, I got to pee right now, so I don't know how you don't, Bob. <laughs> so, I think this is the only explanation for the R. Kelly. Let's just make some noise and pee on the bitch. <laughs> She liked it. I'm assuming nah, she liked it. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, <laughs> when I was young, man, I did a whole bunch of wild stuff, man, crazy stuff, man. You know, I mean, like, I mean, there's even been situations where, like, several people I had to go back and, you know, not had to, I just felt, just wanted to. You know, I went back and, like, apologized for a lot of crazy stuff I did, you know, because, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm 49 now. I'm married. God bless you. You know, and I mean, I, I I love my life, I love my family, and you know, it's like you know, I just look at things differently now. You yeah, that's know? why we reflected on old yeah. shit. Yeah, you live you know, and you learn. You know, back then, you know, I, you I was buck wild, real you were crazy. Back then, you knocked some you know? shit down, Kane. Oh yeah, Woo! oh yeah, oh yeah. I was a little nigga. You was the man in '88. I was born in '77. That means like roughly like I was nine or ten. Woo. I was on Ralph McDaniels every day. I seen. I said, "Damn, man, he had the four finger ring." Woo. The four finger ring. How you finger pop with a four finger ring back then? That's <laughs> an expensive like, finger it wasn't, pop. It was, I don't think I'm gonna try that, man. No, because you know, <laughs> let me tell you something. Because finger popping was like, like in style back then. Like niggas ain't even wanna. You wanted to dry hump and finger pop. <laughs> I'm just saying because I was like ten. I don't, I don't. I don't. How old was you, man? What? I was probably like thirteen. In '88, yeah. Okay. My I don't name. know, Drake. How old were we? How old were we? Damn. Twelve. He was bookkeeping. Well, no, it was the same age. You're only one year younger than me, brother. Nah, uh, you're like two years old. Not at all. You're forty-three. Forty-two. All right, forty. Yeah, you're okay, two, two years. years. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Goddamn. <laughs> we, we lost our track. What the fuck? Butch Rock is calling me. Hold on. Oh, Butch Rock wants to talk about finger popping. Yeah, be that. Finger popping still popping. Big up to Capone. <laughs> What the fuck? No, he, yo, listen, back in the days, Capone used to figure about everything. Like, I, I never knew what you got out of it. Where are you going with this? I'm just saying, back in the days. This is like uh, 97. Like, he used to go to the club and just, he wants to finger pop a bitch. Like, I never really got, like, like I get, like, in a moment, like, I'm finger popping you right before I fuck, but, it, like, he would finger pop in public. Like, just... <laughs> That's like, probably his thing, man. Yeah. And they be like, peace. And he just be showing niggas the whole night. It's when he's speaking in niggas' face. He's like, oh my God. Like, Paul, stay away from me. I'm sorry. A little finger popping. It brings back memories. I'm sorry. All right, damn, I got notes. Got now, hold on. Can we go back to, to the Biggie Tupac mm, coming out yeah. on stage with you? Your relationship with Pac. Right. And Big. Like, can you talk about that? Like, Let's and, go Pac first. Yeah. Um, well, um, I've known Pac since he danced for Digital. Right. Mm. Like, that's how we first met, um, when I brought Digital. On the road? Yeah, on, on, on my Chocolate City tour. Um, and we got cooled in. And he told me that, you know, he coming out with his own stuff as a solo artist. And he's, he's, he's let me he told me, you know, it's not going to be like this Digital stuff. 
you know, I got a whole different direction. He spit for me, and you know, dude, dude was nice. Um, so I've known him since then. Um, Biggie, on the other hand, I never really had a relationship with. We've been around each other, I think, maybe like twice. Um, but um, there were several phone calls that we had. Um, I guess like certain career decisions that he was making, and um, Mr. C would call with him on the line, and you know, we chop it up. And you know he, you know he tell me what's going on. I guess he's asked me what do I think, you know, my view on it or whatever. So I've, I, that's really our relationship over the phone. We never really kicked it, you know. But um, I've always respected both of them, admired them as artists, and you know just looked at their deaths as sad losses for hip hop and the world. You know? D- during their when they were going, you know, the rivalry part, did you speak to any of, like, to Pac? Since you I spoke to, I spoke to Pac, but it was brief, and it was kind of interrupt, interrupted by more East Coast, West Coast drama. Because it, it, it was like a conversation we started on an airplane, and by the time we got to um, Death Row Studio, you know, somebody presented him with some more drama about. They was um, trying to sign you, wasn't Death Row trying to? Yeah, yeah. This was yeah. that time. This oh, was that sure. time. Right. Yeah. Right. This was that time. You know, we was talking about it. And I guess I was trying to, you know, make him understand, you know, what it was. And it seemed like I was getting through. But then, you know, as soon as we got to the studio, here come cats talking about, yo. Mob Deep and um, Lauren Hill was just was on the on on I think MTV UMTV after something like that. They, they was trying to play you. They were saying such and such and such, and you know they fueled it up back, write it back up again. And you, you in know? that studio? In the yeah, yeah. Wow. Damn, Kane, you got so much goddamn history. Yeah. We we de- we definitely need a Big Daddy Kane day. All right, September tenth. Let's do oh, it. Are we do are declaring it on Drake Chat right now. I think we right can make now? it happen. September tenth. It's Big Daddy Kane Day. You just gotta cut your eyebrows. Come outside. <laughs> if you can pull out the high top, do it. Pull out the high top. Your barber gotta be nice, though. Your barber gotta be nice, cause you can't have. A, can a nigga rock a flat top right now? On this, in this, all these kids is doing it. Yeah, no, nah, I see. Yeah. They ain't doing the Kane flat top. Nah, some of them are. I mean, I see. They don't. Got the cane. They don't call it Kane though. They, I guess whoever. The, um, I think it's a popular basketball player that they um. Reference it to now, I, I forget who, but um, but yeah, 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 yeah. I've, 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 I've okay, yeah. Okay, kids in game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, that's how we go. I mean, I mean, I have a picture in my house of of my pops mm. with one in the sixties. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I thought that Larry Blackman created it. Mm. You know what I mean? So. And this this is this is all engineer cocaine has. I just want to throw that out. There. <laughs> Respect. Default. In the eighties, was cocaine heavy in the eighties? Um, in hip hop. In hip hop, specifically. Yeah. Studio Fifty Four. We heard stories. Um, I mean, I remember it being like you know, um, heavy around the hood, like in the early eighties. Matter of fact, late seventies, early eighties. I remember it. Because doing coke was like fly back then. Exactly. Like it was. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. It was a luxury drug. Yeah. But I mean, like, the first time I was, like, really around it, around it, it was in the 90s. Like, mm. I had a party, and somebody was doing it at the party, mm. you know? Yeah, that was the first time I was, like, really around it, around it, you know? How they was doing it, there was at the party just, whatever, nigga, 
Sniffing it up? Um, nah, um, they asked could they use um, one of the bedrooms. Because mm. he was having mansion parties and shit like that. Yeah, something like that. But I mean, yeah. it, 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 you know, I told him, you know, go ahead. But right. then, you know, um, what happened was they switched rooms and went into the wrong wrong room. So mm -hmm. when I came in there to tell them to leave out of this room, you know, I seen they had their little, you know, little Sprinkles. shit on the dresser or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, but I mean, but that was my first time, like, being around it like that, you know. Mm -hmm. So what's the best time of hip-hop to came? What's the most fun you ever had while you was... I mean, you know, honestly... Was it I the mean, finger pop? I feel like the finger pop. It's got to be <laughs> that one top <laughs> three. I'm just saying, like, I'm going to be honest. I think his fingers still smell like Madonna. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> Go ahead. Nah, I mean, okay. honestly, I mean, I, my best time in hip-hop was probably um, mid to late 80s. Mm. You know, um, because you had like you know so many different artists where nobody really sounded the same. Nobody you know? sounded the same. Nobody sounded the well, same. At least they didn't try to. You know, yeah. And then there was a couple copycats, but they yeah. just all got. No, it checked. never worked. When yeah. You copy the style. Got, you had to be creative. And then when you go to a party, mm. you know the most thugged out dudes you know mm. would dance when Ghost Tessler come on. Rebel Without a Pause, Top Billing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Brooklyn's in the house. When those type of songs came on, he danced. Milk is chillin'. Yeah. Is and this would be the most the what illest goon in the club. Say, top Billing. Yeah. That hunch again. Shout yeah. out to Audio yeah. Chillin'. Yeah. If you understood. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a cold man. You know, I redid that on my album, too, with, with Milk D. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, that's, that's, so it's like, I just love that era of hip hop because it's like, you know, prior to that was, um, uh, you know, the Run DMC, uh, Houdini, um, uh, Furious Five, you know, like that era. But, you know, it's like, I don't think that that era um, was like, like, as lyrical as the late era, um, 80s. And don't get me wrong, Melly Mel, uh, Kumo D, Grandmaster Kaz, those were lyrical beasts. Right. But I mean, it was like, it wasn't where like radio and fans, like the hip hop fans, like really focused on the lyrics like that, like they were in the late 80s. Mm. Like where like, you know, you whack, we don't even want to listen to you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But how did those guys accept you back then? That was an interesting point that you just brought up. You named all the other the legends who came before you. Like, uh, like right now, we're, we're dealing with a time that these young guys are the guys. They are mm -hmm. the guys. They are the, like, they are the chosen ones for now. Right. But they look, they actually look down on my generation. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So how was it for you when you was the guy? Was the people prior to you looking down on you guys, um, in your opinion? Uh, well, I mean, you know, of 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 Melly Mel, yeah, yeah, Melly Mel was um, in the beginning, he but then we ended up be becoming real cool. Okay, because um, Melly Mel just you know, seen him again. But I mean, you know, it's like you know, with Mel, you got to understand that and respect it, right? Because you know? he feels like he kind of pioneered it. I mean, it's not about how him feeling that way. He did. He did, he did. Yeah, okay. You know, I mean, what Hollywood created, Melly Mel perfected. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If, there, like, if there wasn't a Melly Mel, me, you, right. and everybody else would have been on the mic, you know, right. like, come on. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Melly Mel perfected MCing. Mm. He made it what it is. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? He is the architect of MCing, mm. Melly Mel. That's you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you got to understand for him to not really get his, you know, proper respect. And I said, of course he's going to be bitter. So right. it's understandable. You big know? up Melly Mel over yeah. here on Drink Chance. We big up Love Melly you, Mel. Mel. We need Melly you know? Mel on no, Drink Chance. No, no, no. Yeah. We love I went to Mass Appeal and um, uh, I think they hired Melly Mel to perform for their staff. And it was out. It was it was crazy for me to, like, to see him. He go and he still... You know, the hip, the hot, but he still do that and destroys it. Yeah. Like, and he'll take it to, to different generations. He'll sing other people's records. It was amazing. Nah, forget you know? that. Yeah. With them tight pants on, he still do all that leg cross and stuff and drop down on the floor. And go, <laughs> Hold that. Right. That's the realest thing. Yeah, like, no, Mel, no. Mel, yeah, Mel. Yeah. And he in shape too. He not yeah. gonna fuck out. <laughs> yeah, 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 Mel, Mel not gonna fuck out. But I mean, yeah, Mel, you know, you know, but but like Modi, I guess Modi thing was pretty much more personal with him and LL. So mm-hmm. when me and him met, you know, we broke bread and we was cool. And with me and Grandmaster Kaz, it was the type of thing where, you know, I let Kaz know that I'm a student of him. That everything I do lyrically, I owe to him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think mean, Kaz like, gets enough recognition actually. Yeah. To be honest with you, Kaz I think he, is so incredible. Like I mean, when. Okay, yeah, and that goes back to one of the first questions you asked me. Tony T. Mm-hmm. When I was first started, my name was Tony T. Like, I mm-hmm. thought I was killing it. I had something like, like, like well, I'm the T-O-N-Y, the T-E-E. Your hands can't hit with your eyes, can't see. I know the tricks and I know the trades and I'm sharp as a motherfucking razor blade. I thought I was killing it. And then I, my man played this joint for me and Kaz is on there talking about Grandmaster Kaz, captain of the four. Another nigga couldn't touch me if he had a rhyme store. Even if he had a plant manufacturer of rhymes, he couldn't make them no better than I make mine. I'm like, you know what? I ripped my whole notebook up and started my life over, you dig? For real. Hold on one second, I gotta beat. I got it, I'm after you. Go ahead, go ahead, I'm after you. Is it a break right now? No, 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 I wanna talk to you, I wanna talk to you, I wanna talk to you. This is what I wanna know. What the fuck were y'all drinking in Brooklyn that y'all were spitting the, the cadence that y'all was spitting. Like, I'm in Miami, and now when we reflect back, y'all was doing double time ahead of that being the trend. Um, well, that really started in Harlem with Mo D. Really? Yeah. Okay. That really started in Harlem with Mo D. You know, that, um, I'm the super super but make money, yeah, make right. quick, and but you know, I forgot how to rhyme go, but yeah, that really, that, that real fast, that's that really true. started with, I didn't think of it with like Mo D in, 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 in Harlem. Um, but I mean, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's like, you know, in Brooklyn, I think that the whole cadence and everything that you hear from a lot of Brooklyn MC, speaking of myself, Jay Z, Biggie, Fabulous, it, it, it's that, it's that pimp shit. Because it's like, you know, just the way we, we view stuff. Like, um, like you, like Master D having a party, you know? Like, you know, Master D jamming. You know, you're going to get your, you know, your V-neck sweater, you know, you, you know your double-neck v, V-neck joint, your mock neck to throw up under it, you know, some jeans with a permanent crease, and your um, British Permanent walkers. crease, baby! Yeah. And you know your British walkers, and like you know that was that player shit that we wore, like you know, like that's that's how we come into a party. Right, right. That's like a hip hop party, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it, it, it was like that type of thing where it's like you know we looked up to the the, the dudes that's talking shit in the barbershop or in the pool hall, the pimps on the corner, 
So that, it was that type of slick lingo that we appreciated and respected. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like that type of lingo. That we, and I think that that's what really defined a lot of Brooklyn MCs and made them a lot different than other, you know, artists from different boroughs, you know? Straight up. Now, speaking about that, I sent you a couple of players' balls <laughs> back then. What the fuck was we doing in the players' ball? I thought I was a pimp for a week. Now, you didn't try to... Yeah, I tried. Try, you didn't try to get me <laughs> to admit... To being a gangster, so how you think this gonna work out for you? <laughs> I just say, I mean, good, no, good luck. We we did we did see each other at the players' balls a couple. And of I enjoyed years. your company. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed. <laughs> and we were drinking champagne then too, wasn't we? Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> So like, how is Kane just connected to all these worlds, like in, in, in the most respectful way? Like you're just connected to the illest shit. I mean. You know, I mean, it, it, it's like, you know, I move around. I'm a, I guess what you can call a soul searcher. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, 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 can, I, can, I, can, I can vibe off of energy, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I love positive energy. I love positive energy, You know, too. positive energy might be in a room. Mm. Full of pimps with loud ass suits on. Mm. But they in there buying each other champagne, talking shit to each other, having a good time, you know. I agree. It might be that type of situation. I agree. It might be a function that a bunch of women are having where they're talking about um, how women can become leaders and have higher positions and jobs. Mm. And it's a bunch of black women just talking about that, trying to build something Mm. positive. You know, but I just, I love positive energy, man. I love it, man. I love it. I'm not going to lie. I know exactly what you mean because I I was never a pimp. But I I took a liking to Juju. I took a liking to Pimp McKinn. I took a liking to um, Bishop. I took a liking to all of them, and they took a liking to me. Mm -hmm. So they would invite me to these events, and I would come. So one day, I just actually, I just actually tried to actually be a pimp. Like, so I... (laughs) I actually had my gold cup, and I went to this white girl. I said, "Bitch, choose," and she said, "I'll choose you." I said, "Oh shit!" I didn't. <laughs> I had no idea what to do after that. And then everybody, all the pimp niggas, is like, "Yo, Norby, send it to me." I'm like, "Relax." I know I'm, she done chose. I know I'm supposed to do something. I had absolutely nothing to do. <laughs> after she chose, but you know, I, I, come on, I'm on the road. I'm doing 50 nights, you know. But uh, yeah, so uh, my pimp my my pimp career didn't last. <laughs> <laughs> you went to your pimp career? Yeah, it didn't last a long time. No, because I used to go to the players' ball. They gave me the um, the cup. They gave me the players' card. You had to be a real player to get a players' card. Did you have a players' card with the gold the gold players' card? The yeah. dog green letters. Yeah. Yeah, the green letters. Look at that. Look at yeah, that. Yeah, look, at that. look at that. Yeah. Look, I ain't gonna lie. At one point, they went to give my card back. I was like, Yo, look, I'm not really a. But they accepted me. So I, I respected the culture, Pim and Ken. No, a lot of them dudes is cool dudes. Uh, um, Juju. Like, like Juju, Juju, yeah, Juju's real, real good dude, man. Um, him and um, Good, good Game. T- good Game, I'm gonna say Good Time. Yeah. Good Game, yeah. Don't, don't, good don't, Game home or Good Game still? I don't think up. so, I think he's, I think he's okay. still down. Okay, wow. I could be wrong, but I think he's still there. Uh-huh. But yeah, I don't know if you met, met Kenny Red from Vegas. Kenny Red, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, a lot of them, yeah, a lot of them dudes, you know, they real good dudes, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, 
And you know, Bishop, you know, you know, that's that's my dude. Nah, you know, great he, guy. Fu- you know, f- funny as hell. You mm. know, but I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, there was a time in my life where I had to really sit and reflect on something that he told me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I mean, it's like you know, I, I have the utmost respect for Bishop. Me you too. Know? Me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So um, what it was uh nothing like Kane pimping or nothing. Okay, I I, I move on. <laughs> <laughs> I got the answer, okay? <laughs> I gotta relax. I gotta relax. <laughs> okay, now, um, all right, back in the days, this is before you met your wife, right? Uh-huh. I heard you smashed a female cop at a concert. Is that true? Like in your limo? That's, that's what I'm saying. This is, this is, this is, this is, people give me the internet. It's the internet. But you was at a concert, female pulled you over, and you pulled all that's a lie, man. That's, never a lie? Ha- that's never happened. Man. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah. I got it. It was at an autograph signing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Oh my god, man. Yo, so do you look at your do you look at your life and like my new EP is is I wanna title it My Life Dope. Do you ever look at your life and be like, yo, my life, like the shit that you accomplished? Like coming from nowhere and just say, "Shit, I did." It's just, it's just dope. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I mean, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. um, it's the final chapter mm. that makes me happy. Okay. You know, because I mean, it's like you know, when I was younger, I did a lot of crazy stuff, mm-hmm. and it was fun. Uh-huh. You know, for the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but then after a while, you know, like how we saying the thing about, you know, the best is the best, you know, never had, you know, like how we saying that, I mean, it, it, it's like, you know, it was fun for the moment, then it get boring. Mm. But now, you know what I'm saying, being able to wake up, you know, I got a four-year-old that be having me on the floor playing with, um, um, Transformer dolls and-, and The Transformer still okay? My four-year-old. They got, no, new, no, they, no, they got new joints. I didn't know that they, they, they got Transformers still. I thought yeah. it was Pokemon yeah. and shit no, like that. No, 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 no. I'm on the fourth floor playing with Transformers with my four-year-old mm-hmm. and um, Avengers characters and, mm-hmm. you know, doing stuff like that. And, you know, um, you know, my wife talking to me about dinner and showing me stuff online that she want to order for the house and all that stuff. I mean, you know, it's like that's the thing that, you know, I mean, that you want to that's 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 how what I want to that's how I want to live the you know you know these final days out mm. I, I want to live them out like that I dig that well let's you not say your final days King because you're gonna live forever that's what the fuck we predicted on drink champs and that's what the fuck we well I mean I once said on a song I may die one day with my rhymes will remain like a hieroglyphic mm. so yeah I know I know I'm here eternally but that's I'm just right. saying that you know I'm, I'm just saying this here flesh you know, for however long it's here flesh, you know, a lot of willing now. Do you go to Costco's? Huh? Do you go to Costco's? I oh, love yeah. Costco's. I'm an executive member. I come up with all the <laughs> yeah. I love Please. Costco's. I mean, I'm playing like, my day. What, you got Costco's? Costco's. Costco's. <laughs> like, he, he understood what I'm saying. He know I'm dyslexic. Can't even fuck with me. Uh, are, there, are there any Big Daddy Kane regrets? Mm. Probably that I didn't fuck Madonna. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's exactly my regret. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, I, know, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, it's like this here. It's like the equation. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, it, it's it's like you know when you look into that, what the answer is. Right. You know, that's what's important. Mm. And what the answer is is what my life is now. Mm-hmm. And whatever it took to get it to where it is now, I don't it know. It was all man. worth it. Right. Having regrets might change or alter something. Right. Right. And I may not have the family I have. So right. no, I'm not Absolutely. gonna you know, I'm not gonna, you know, say that I have regret regrets. when you was at the top, because like very people can see, like I've had success in hip hop, I've never had the type of success that you had, like being the only guy at that top of that at that minute. And then you have people who follow like a big, a Jay, a Nas or whatever. But I've always been like a step behind you guys. Like was it over overwhelming when you was just out there and everybody, I could imagine how much your people was ringing because it probably wasn't phones back then. Was it ever <laughs> overwhelming where you were just like, damn, like you, you, you asked for it, you got it, and then you was just like, damn, was it ever, ever like that or no? Well, I mean, because yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a private person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like with me, I like to come around people, spread love, and right. then go to the comfort of my home. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you know, you. Have you might, been like that since then? Like, yeah, since then. I mean, wow. like you know, I, I go around the way, sit out on you know on on, on Lewis and Van Buren, mm-hmm. um, or go to my peeps' crib and, and Brevoid projects. Right. You know, other people over in Brookline or right. in Canarsie, right. hang out. You know, buy like a half a gallon of Hennessy. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, get them maybe like about two ounces of weed. Right. You know, and let them, you know, do what they do and right. sit out there, chill with them. You know, cast it, want it to flow a little. You know, we get a little cypher going, spit something, whatever, you know. And I mean, you know, I might have, you know, a little sip, you know. But it's like, you know, I'm just watching them enjoy themselves, you know what I'm saying? Because these are brothers that I respect and they still in the hood trying to, you know, come up. I want to inspire them, you know what I'm saying? You know, right. to stay focused, you know what I'm saying? Keep tracing, chasing that dream. Right. And when I take my ass home, and then yeah, then I I break open my fifth of Remy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and yeah. you know, I sit back and I listen to my motherfucking Otis Redden or David mm. Ruffin. Mm. You know, the stuff I was I mean, I'm out there rocking some hip hop with them. I gonna come home, I'm throwing some David Ruffin, right. Otis Redden, some old smooth stuff and just lay back and I'm chilling now. I'm, right. I'm good now. Right. This is my life. Right. You know? Now you had a record with Tupac and MC Hammer, correct? Yeah. Well, there was one with me, Pac, and Hammer, and then there was just one with just me and Pac. And the one with you and Pac is called? Wherever You Are. Yep. And Hammer Wherever was Too Late Player. Too Late, yep. Yeah, he yeah, used the junior joint, right? Too Late, yeah, yeah. So, so, so. That's crazy. Uh, so, all right, that Pac, right? That Pac that you knew back then, because you just said earlier, you was like, you knew Pac from running with Those records are pre-Death Row Pac. Yeah, those this, no, this, those songs all happened that same night. I'm telling you about it. Death Row Studio in L. A. That same night. All oh, so those this songs is when Hammer done. was signed to Death Row too. Yeah, this is all that same night. This, wow. Did it's you ever think the that digital underground pop would have turned into the Death Row pop? Did you ever? Did you? Nah, because see, you got to understand. It's like Pop spit for me, and when he spit for me, I saw that he had lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I saw where he was going with it. The revolutionary side of pop. Yeah, I, I saw that. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, you know, it's like I didn't know exactly where he was going to go with it. Right. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, you, you, he spit for me and then, you know, like, you know, three hours later, you know, you know, he's on the you know, stage doing the Humpty dance with, with, with um... Yeah, with, with Digital Humpty, Underground. With Digital yeah, Underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I don't really know where he going to go. 
Uh, you can't see it yet be because it's, he's dancing with Digital Underground. Right. It I don't doesn't know how match up with the lyrics. Like, put it like this here. He kicking some pro to black try shit to, to um, like for example, like I, my dancer, Scoob and Scrap. Right. To try to imagine Scoob or Scrap doing the same thing I did would be a difficult sight because they've already been seen mm, as the as, background as, as school yeah. and scrap. Right. You see what I'm saying? what you're saying. Yep. So it, it's like I didn't know how the public would perceive it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that day when you run big and pop both on your stage. Isn't Scoob on the stage too? Yeah. Yeah. Ryman? Yeah. But, yeah. But, but did you know those, those two guys would turn into the people they turn into or you did? Um... Well, at that point, Pac was already on his way. Mm. You know, Big was an up and comer. Yeah, because it was what happened was um, C called me and said, "Yo, Mr. Wanna, C, yeah, Mr. Which, C, which is really how we all like in Miami, how we heard this freestyle. Mm. He put yeah. it on a mixtape, and we all heard it around the world. Well, I mean, the reason why anybody heard it is because of Mr. C, because mm. he was smart enough to record the show that night. Right, which we was on the Budweiser Superfest. Yeah, yeah the Budweiser Superfest. You know what I'm saying? We're on the Budweiser Superfest. Madison Square Garden. Every night we on stage with Patti LaBelle, Jevil Levert, MC Light, um, Silk. Um, I mean, it's a lot of, I think BBD, a lot of major artists every night. But that particular night, C decided to record. That's crazy. He hadn't recorded none of the other ones. He recorded that night. Wow. You know, so the rest of the world heard it thanks to Mr. C. Matter of fact, let's give Mr. C hey, a yeah. shot. And it's on vinyl. I got it on vinyl, too. You got it on vinyl? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Take yeah, it on vinyl. He called me <laughs> and was like, yo, Big want to come. And, you know, he, he was wandering off um, you know, uh, no, matter of fact, all he said was Big wanted to come. That's all he wanted. He said Big wanted to come. And I was like, all right, cool. Then he hit me back and said, yo, um... Did Tupac, Big have a record, though? Yeah. He How? may have had... Uh, Party and Bullshit? Party and Bullshit. Okay. He had that. Mm. Yeah. But then he hit me back and said, yo, um, Tupac is in town filming a, this mo a basketball movie. Above, Above the rim. rim. Yeah. But I don't think he knew the name. I think he said he's filming this basketball movie. Right. And he wanted to bring him with him. And you know me with the my battle mind state. I'm like, yeah, bring them, bring them, because you want to battle them. <laughs> well, I mean, it was like you know, Pac Just was whatever. Hurt. Yeah, yeah. Right. Pac was hurt. Right. Yeah, it's nothing personal. I mean, I love him. Right. You know, yeah. I just, just, this was this was the brother that came to me in the beginning of his career. Right. So I had nothing but love for him. Mm. But this is hip hop. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah, bring them. Bring them. You're going to burn them down. So that was, you know, where my mind state was. So when they got there, you know, they just came to really, and I, I told them, you know, yo, you know, y'all want to get on? So that's really where my mind state was, you know? Right. And I mean, who would have known that it would have turned into what it turned into? Right. You know, because. So when you seen that beef transpire, because you, you know, the night that you just had, this is at the Garden, correct? The Budweiser yeah. Fest was at the Garden. So, you know, on that, that night that you just had, you just had them both on stage with you, actually. And then you hear about this this beef. You ever thought it would have went this far? I mean, you know, it's like... And, did, and let me give you a two-part question. I'm sorry. Do you ever think it went this far? And then not only that, 
did you ever try to interject and like just try to like? Well, I told you I tried to interject on yeah. on the plane from we was going with from Park. Vegas to going LA to Death Row, yeah, to try to explain oh, yeah. that. Okay, and um, it got interrupted yeah. with more shit. Yeah, right. But I mean, it's like I didn't think it would go this far. I mean, I was surprised. Right. You know. Because I mean, it's People like have battle on records. You gotta understand. Here's where I'm from, Norby. Okay. I'm aware of you know artists battling at parties, going against each other, and they gotta ride on the same train home. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. This is the type of shit I've seen. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I mean, Cold Crush battling Fantastic, um, Busy B and Kumo D, mm. LL and Kumo D. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I've I've seen MC Shan and KRS One. You've seen them battle and then run the same together. No, 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 no. I mean, no. I'm, I'm talking about. I mean, that's that's something separate. Okay. I'm just saying, like all these other the battles, battles I've seen, seen yeah, where yeah, yeah. it was just battling, MCing. You know, I mean, like me and MC Shan on the same label, and him and Karis One battling each other. And you and Karis One, Miss Melody, helped me move out of my mother's crib. Mm. Wow. When I first moved out of my parents into my own spot, Karis One and Miss Melody helped me move out. Was it you? You made an appearance in the self destruction video. Yeah. Which is which is Karis one Miss Melly they put that yeah. all together. I mean, I was supposed to be on the song, but um, apparently I was lied to. You know, yeah. Somebody told me that because I guess it, the day it was recording was a day that I had a show or something like that. I can't remember. And right. they told me that that was the only day that I could record vocals. Mm. Damn. Yeah, and then I, but I found out way later that you know that, that I think maybe Chuck D and somebody else have recorded their vocals on another day. But they told me that oh nah, they recording everything that day. So I just you know I just assumed that I right, was well, shit. I ain't gonna be able to make it. So you know it is what it is. But I would have loved to have been on that song. Imagine it would have been a fucking self destruction. Yeah. Self destruction. You had it for self destruction. Yeah. Jeez Louise, Papa Jeez. So, well, yeah, but I mean, no, but back to what we're saying, yeah. though, I mean, it's like, you know, with all, all I saw, you know, in my lifetime when it came to MC, and then also, you know, with me, you know, I mean, this is something I've been doing since 1982, just mm -hmm. going to different people's hoods, battling them. Um, mm -hmm. You know, who your best MC over here? You know, uh -huh. you around? Uh -huh. Yeah, let me holler at him. Uh -huh. You know, this is what I've been doing since 1982 until I got a deal. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, this is an understanding that I have, like, you know, this is hip-hop. This is what we do. Mm. So to Biggie and Pac to see what they went through, I'm like... Yeah, because that, that, that got to be crazy from you coming from a battle state and seeing... And then, but you had to feel different from hearing um, Tupac's hit him up. That was a different type of... Diss rap. Diss rap. Yeah. Correct? Like to you. It had to be to you, too, as yeah, well. Absolutely. Because... I, um, uh, I'm born in 77, so like your generation is like just right before mine, right? Mm -hmm. So I've heard the battle shit, but it was never like when Tupac took it there would hit him up. Like hit him up was like this was something like yeah, he went, at, he went at his wife. He went at, he went at, at he, his it's, wife. it's just everything that he said. It was just like there's no coming back from this. You agree? Yeah, that's, Oh no! You well, had no, never no, no, seen no, no, that. No. I'm not gonna or say that. Well, no, this no, no. record's worse than that. I'm not gonna then. say that there's no coming back because if you understand the art of war, there's always a way back. Mm. Right? You know what I'm saying? 
Mm, I mean, I don't know, you know, what Biggie mentality was like back then, but if you understand the art of war, there's always a way back. Mm. You know? I mean, Ali beat George Foreman mm. when Facts. nobody else could. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Buster I think, Douglas I think what he beat meant, Mike Tyson. I think the, he meant there's no way back after for Pac. Yeah, like, like Pac like crossed squad. the line. Oh, you're about yeah. Pac. yeah, you're talking about yeah. Pac crossed the line. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's no way, there's no oh, back. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's okay. no way yeah, for them yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 my apologies. Yeah, that's what he meant. squash it. Because, like, I mean, up until then, we didn't hear diss records like that. We heard diss records yeah. like, yo, your girl is ugly. Like, that was hella like, personal. Yeah, yeah, we didn't hear, like, motherfucker, you Well, know. then, I mean, it's like this. Then, then, then Not fuck a it. Record, no, like, no, but understand yeah. me. Fuck it. Y'all just can't be friends no more. Right. right. Y'all just can't be friends no more. But now, right. you, your, your question is this. You know what I'm saying? Right. You ready to take it there? Right. Or you want to reply? Mm. The choice is yours. Mm. Roll, you know? Like, now, if, if you're ready to mics, take bro? it there, then the battle's over. It's some street shit now. It's a context mm. book. If if you're ready to take it there, the battle's over. It's some street shit. So you're shit saying now. if y'all was battling and then y'all start fighting, then that's it. The battle's over. They got to keep it on the streets back then. I mean, it's like this here. If you feel like somebody violated your family, you know mm. what I'm saying? I disrespect your family that way, you know what I'm saying? And, and you're ready to take it there, mm. then I mean, what's the purpose of battling? Just, just go ahead and go where you got to go with this, mm. you know, mm. if that's what you choose. Mm. Or if you choose to respond and violate him lyrically, you know? I mean, it's, 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 it's you know, the, the, the choice is yours. I mean, it's like, I can't really speak on it or say, you know, what it should have been because it's like, you know, this is what Pac said about Big. This is not what Pac said about me. Right. right. There was obviously more things at play with that beef that, that we don't really get. I no. mean, here's, my, my thing is this, man. You know, besides all that, at the end of the day, had Puff and Suge sat down and had a meeting mm. on some Don King, Bob Arum shit, mm. they could have said, listen, mm. we gonna charge whoop-de-woo for pay-per-view. Yep. And... We gonna um, let them go three songs a piece. I'm gonna keep it real with you. Oh, come on, give me a second. Yep. We gonna let them go three songs a piece. Yeah. Then after the third song, we'll let them go two rounds of battle rap. And we gonna have people judge, call in the judge, and we'll control. The one eight hundred or one nine hundred, whatever number, to get money off of that, and they both could have got. I mean, all four of them could have got filthy. Mm. All four of them, meaning Pac, Big, Sugar, right. Puff. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the way that shit should have been done. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Turn it into some real hip hop shit. Make it, you know, something where you can make money off some real balance. That's how it should have been done, in my right. opinion. Right. Like the MC Shan, KRS. Like they was going on tour at one point, Shannon Carey. Well, you know, that was brought about because of the Sprite commercial. Sprite commercial, yeah, exactly. you know what I'm saying. But I mean, yeah, this this could have been turned into something that could have kept it hip hop, but, but civilized, but, and maybe both of them would be with us. But you know? in all all due respect, mm -hmm. Shan kind of still is a little bit mad at KRS right now. And Kara said on our show that it was <clears throat> semi serious. 
This is what I'm saying. But like right when, now, when I still down, see you know Shan. Like it was serious. I still see Shan, like MC Shan, big him up, Queensbridge, finest. But I still see Shan, like every now and then, every three clicks, I, I see. It's still a Shan dissing KRS. Like he's still like, man, he's, that's yeah, the but phony. they're still here to diss each other, and that's the big difference. That, Say what? Yeah, wow. They're still here to diss each other, and that's the big difference. I'm saying. Right. Right. I got the truth. But what I'm saying is, does it does it commit the same damage? Because when you got Shan still like, you know, every you know, he he, he still has a personal KRS. I mean, that's really on the individual. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're going to lose sleep at night over losing a battle, that's on you. Mm. You know? Mm. That's on you. Because, right. I mean... Because um, you're supposed to get dunked on and keep it moving. Yeah, man. Like the NBA. And losing yeah. sleep is better than every day, life. Niggas get dunked on every day, Losing sleep is better than losing your life. Yeah. So now, let me tell you something, Kane. Well, I mean, honestly, yes, I can say, if, 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 if you're in it, for the culture. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're a battle MC. Mm. And you want to be the best battle MC. If you lose a battle, then t- don't take it as a loss. Take it as a lesson. Mm. And then it's not a loss because it's a lesson. You know what I'm saying? Figure mm. out what you did wrong. Like a boxer. Mm. You know? Because I mean, I remember people asking me about the whole Jay-Z Nas thing. Mm. Speak on it, King. And where you going with that? I said, no way. And I was wrong. No way about who or what? I, I thought that there was no way that Nas could 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 win that. Ooh. I thought there was no for the simple fact that You fucked up, King. Okay. No, <laughs> I'm I'm saying I thought At the moment we, it means I, I No guess. no because here's here's the thing. Yeah, I need to hear your theory. I knew that Jay-Z was more sarcastic. And when I met Nas, I didn't really see no sense of humor. You know what I'm saying? When was the first time you met Nas? Um, you tell me John Blaze studio. No, huh? Okay. John Blaze video shoot. No, no, no. Okay. Unique studio. Okay. Oh, was unique. Mm. Unique studio. 47th Street. Cross Street. Oh, you were there, there the John Blaze? No, 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 I definitely wasn't there. I was there at John Blaze. <laughs> yeah, John Blaze. Yeah, you did the John Blaze? studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, That's the first um, time I met you. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll oh. get to that later. Come on. Let's okay, stick, yeah. stick to yeah. the Unique um, okay. Yeah, um, it was on that um, Unique Studio. Unique Studio. Mm-hmm. And we was chopping it up. And I mean, I didn't see a sense of humor in him. You know what I'm saying? But if you would have met his brother Jungle, you would have knew that's the funniest nigga in the world. Well, see, you had you you were more inside. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I didn't see it. So okay. it's like I'm sitting there like knowing Jay Z's sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, someone that you know that don't have fun, don't play around. Cause see, in my mind, I guess I was I was seeing another battle playing out. Right. Okay. So look, look, someone look. else had a sense of humor. Someone else is serious. Okay, look, and look, I knew how to play. Let me cut you off. Because look, when people they hear me like on on the Eminem record, right? Oh, this is the first time I'm ever going to say this. This is the, I did two or three interviews where people asked me. You even called you even called me gay. You a foul guy. Like, what? You called me gay. <laughs> I called you gay. He was like, that's gay. That answer's gay. Uh-huh. That's what you said. Probably did but, say that. All right. So look, so when I heard Eminem uh, uh, 
against Jay-Z. I've never looked at it like M destroyed Jay. Like, right. I just did because I actually kind of related to Jay-Z's verses more than I did to Eminem. And that's not, I love Eminem. It's just, I don't be knowing the biblical. I don't know that, right? But I know, like, awkward, bucket, lefty, and it's all. Like, I, I know that, right? So people think that I'm crazy when I say that I look at that record as if it's a great record, right? You even. You no, or that Jay. Talking about, I don't think I don't feel like Jay got bought, right? Right, right, but on Ether and the takeover, Nas 100% won that. 100%. If you compare this takeover to Ether now, super ugly, I don't even want to count that because it was an emotional record, right? You can tell. Like, Jay's one of our best MCs. We can't even, we shouldn't even judge him. We shouldn't even rate him off of that. Let's just do those two things. Nas definitely won. And Jay's my man, Nas my man. But No, I think, yeah. But because of what you said, it's because of, I felt like he took it too serious. Like, you feel like a battle. You felt like who took it too serious? I feel like Jay took it too serious. Like No, no, I mean, no, you, 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 you could be right because... I don't think that Jay expected what Nas did on Ether. So he so never saw that. Do coming. you think that Jay underperformed or Nas overperformed I, to what you thought? Ooh, Nas overperformed. Overperformed. Nas overperformed. To, to what you thought in terms of Listen, humor and all that stuff. Jay Z bodied Nas on Takeover. It's just that the response that Nas had on Ether, I didn't see coming in a million years. Right. I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't. See, and he took a long time too. Remember, Kane, he didn't just respond. Now, in y'all days, a person do a record, you got to do it next week. He took he took his little time. You yeah, see, I don't even remember like what the window looked oh, like. Now it was a big, it was yeah, it was a yeah, large window. Yeah, yeah. We it, were getting killed. I'm a Queens nigga. People thought Queens that niggas was ain't done. doing shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh God damn it! You know what I'm but no, I mean, he 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 killed Ether. I never like I would have never expected that from Nas. Mm. Like, years later, I had, a, a matter of fact, 2014, I had a conversation with Nas, mm-hmm. and that was the first time I really saw, like, uh, his sense of humor. Right. Oh, no, Nas is a funny nigga. Yeah. yeah. All them Vernon niggas. Niggas from Vernon, it's funny. <laughs> them niggas is funny niggas. Like, yeah. I, 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 but I'm saying, when I first met him, I met him at right. a unique studio. He was and, quiet. Yeah. Quiet. Yeah. Like he was really sitting there talking to me and taking it in. Right, no, you of know? course. You're a legend, Kane. Of course. Nobody wanna be funny in front of you. Okay, come on. Come on. Yeah. 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 Listen, listen, in 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 their mind when they, when people meet you, they hug you and I mean they give you a five, but in their mind, even if they don't do it, they're going like this. It's facts. They're going facts. like this, man. Let me tell you something, man. You really laid it out. For us to play it out, you was the guy in front of you know masses. You finger pop Madonna. You, you right, say it again. Finger pop Madonna. You say it again. You, you like, finger pop Madonna. I like the way. Yo, you, you had, you had, you had, you had, you know, 
these these tremendous records. You toured. You did everything. And the thing about Drink Chance, we don't want you to ever feel like your life is over or your life has ever been uh, misplaced. Here at Drink Chance, we want to big up. These other young boys, they got these other outlets where they can go on and they can play their music. And that's not what it here on Drink Chance. On Drink Chance, we want to salute our legends. I mean, and, I appreciate that. And, and no, no, 100%. Yo, my dude, listen, I got thick eyebrows right now because I was cutting my eyebrows. I was, I had three cuts in my eyebrows <laughs> trying to wild out. You, you know that Jay-Z lyric? Yeah, nigga, I see the same thing happen to Kane. Three cuts in your, yo, yo, look. Look at my shit, Kane. Look at my shit, Kane. No, look, my shit's already thick anyway. But I was like, I was a young nigga, like 11 years old, and I cut my three. Do you know how influential you was? Whatever you did. But that's just the reason why Jay has to always salute you, because he actually, like, whatever you did, you came out of the role, we wanted a role. You had a four-finger ring, we wanted a ring. You had a rope chain, Mm-hmm. We wanted a rope chain. I'm just b- b- being 100 percent honest. No, that's you. love, baby. I appreciate yeah. it. Man. I appreciate that. Like you, you was you was the uh, what is that shit called? That trendsetter. Whatever you did, we follow. Like how? Did that's that- what. That's what you. You know, you 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 have to be, man. Mm-hmm. You have to be that. You know what I'm saying? Right. You have to create. You know, your own lane. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to create that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, you're just another piece on the table, man. Yeah, you, another you, know, you have to create your own lane. What makes you unique? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, don't get it fucked up, big homie. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that you are a very unique artist yourself, man. Because it's like, yo. No, no, Kane, it's about you today. But look, 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 hold on, Kane. I'm going to switch the subject because I'll see you try to switch the subject. I'm good at my shit. All right, look, 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 look. look. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Kane. One of the things that I want to do, right, uh-huh. is with all this transitioning of how uh, the culture is moving, what I thought of was, you know, I watched the NWA movie, I watched all these other people movie, right? Now, it's two things. One, we got to tell a Big Daddy Kane story. What is it called? Biop? Mm-hmm. Biopic. Biopic? Biopic, We yeah. got to get a Big Daddy Kane biopic. And not only that, but this is a, a, also an idea that I have. I wanted to do the Clarence 13X movie. Mm. And as I'm looking at you, I think you would play the father. Could you could you could you think you could pull off playing the father of Clarence Thirteen X in a movie? I mean, why not? I don't see the why not neither. Why not? I don't I don't see a not. I only see yes. <laughs> Wait, would that be your ultimate role as an actor? I mean, hey brother, you call your people, I call mine. Let's make it happen. Oh, all right, I got you. God damn it! God damn. Yo, but is that a movie that need to be necessary? Because you grew up, you know, um, uh, five or six years. Yeah, I um, think that I think that it would be beautiful. I mean, to be honest with you, the state of the world today, anything that has a positive view, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And anything that would be uplifting to black people in this time. 
You know what I'm saying? And I have to say black people. Right. You know what I'm saying? I have to, you know, be that specific because, right. I mean, you know, this is an era where not only, you know, um, are we going through so much with police brutality yes. and, you know, um, you know, just that whole lack of masculinity, mm. you know. I mean, not only that, it's the type of thing where we're going against each other just to be famous on social media. Mm -hmm. Told that shit, can You know what I'm saying? It's the type of thing where right now we 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 we're in a situation where, you know, uh, uh, one black dude will go against another just to be able to say, you know, just just something important or, or, or just be for recognized likes, by likes, a comment yeah, yeah. on social media. You know, and I mean, it's like you know, it's 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 just sad because it's not it's not unified, it's not uplifting. But you remember in your days, like there was structure, like five percent people. Like I remember, like people, like you know, coming out, like and, and if they knew my mother, the guards would check me. The guards would be like, "Yo, like we don't have that no more. Like if we don't even have that, exactly, we don't even have that in the industry." Meaning, but that's deeper than your days. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That go back to the 70s, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. That go back to the 70s with Black Panthers and so on, mm. you know? I mean, so it, it, it's, it's not like it was just a, you know, um, a thing, you know, with the 5 percent It's This is something that's just that's deep that has right. gone, that's went on. And matter of fact, even prior to that, you know what I'm saying? Like, like um, you know, I don't know if, you know, you know, you know, you got your grandparents are still with us, but I mean, they, you know, they'll tell you, you know, it's right. like, yeah. You know, um, they see a child over here fucking up. Exactly, like, you know, it takes a, the, uh, you know, uh, a, village, a village, a village. Yeah, yeah. you know, like yeah. you know, like, like you, you know, ain't you such and such boy? Exactly. What you doing over there? They whoop your ass and they go tell your parents. But but you but but you know that's what I see was happening in the rap game. In the rap game, uh, you you guys uh, helped us, and we, it's our force. It's my generation's mm -hmm. fault. We didn't give a fuck about helping the next guys, and I'm not saying me in particular because I the helped generation, the generation. everybody who I who I could help. Nah. Okay. Yeah, because be be careful how you choose your words. Okay. Because um, nah, I don't think that this really started until the new millennium. I don't think this started with your era. All right. Okay. I think this started with the new millennium. You know. What I'm saying? That's when this shit started. The new millennium when they didn't, they didn't respect their elders, are you saying? Well, I think what basically happened is like, you know, when we entered into this new century, um, it wasn't the type of thing where cats that, you know, used to promote Stephanie Mills and the Gap Band or them were in mm -hmm. control of rap, where uh -huh. they confused and don't know what the hell they doing. Uh -huh. Now we actually have people in control of rap mm -hmm. that yeah, grew up in hip-hop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They understand it. Mm. Probably was a rapper themselves that didn't make it. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They may have been someone that said, I don't like grimy. Yeah. I don't like nothing. Right. Why that nigga get a deal? Mm -hmm. mm. I'm going to put some real artists I know on. Mm -hmm. And you see, <clears throat> they have this here mentality. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, what, what started happening is like, you know, people bringing in their camp, mm -hmm. their people, their friends, mm -hmm. making them stars. Regardless of skill. <laughs> exactly. 
So now, therefore, skills is going out the window. <clears throat> and then from a um, label standpoint, you know, the stuff that we all went through, mm. hey, well, you know, um, my shit um, double platinum. Uh, we need to discuss these contracts. Uh-huh. They start changing that. Yep. Creating these one-off deals or whatever, you know, and all this stuff with artists. And 360 deals. Well, that came later, okay. you know what I'm saying? We, after the sales started to, you know, um, you know go it down. Decreased, yeah. And the sales started to decrease, and yeah, okay, yeah, we're going to need a little bit of your show money, we're going to need a little bit of your merchandise, you know. <clears throat> and, you know, it's like, you know, here we are in a whole different state of hip-hop where, you know, these artists are getting ter- terrible deals. Yeah. But, you know, it's like what you was asking earlier about the older generation. It's like, yeah, Mel might have been funky and whatever happened with Mo and L, but I tell you this, Mel did sit and tell me about his career. Mm. Mel did sit and tell me the ins and outs of his business. Mm. When I got into it, when I wrote the Lucy's rap song, um, man, Rick James sat down with me and gave me a whole spill on the industry. Rick James. Damn. Rick James, bitch. Rick James <laughs> sat and gave me a whole spill. And I came to this meeting on some arrogant shit, on some old, you know, fuck Rick. You said fuck Rick? <laughs> nah, because it was with my man. He was always bragging to me about, you know, you know how wild it was with Rick right there. And at that point, my, you know, I was in, my, my, I was doing my thing thing, uh-huh. you know. So I was like, you know, I get ass, you know, fuck Rick. You was, know what was, I mean? was Rick sniffing coke at this time? I didn't see him do it, but it I did a, see coke. It was cocaine around. <laughs> it was cocaine around. Okay, it that's was another story. I tell you what, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll get to that. I'll get to that as soon as I finish. Okay, yeah. that's a hell of a story <laughs> okay, too. Okay, okay, okay. But anyway, I mean, it's like Rick James was giving me game. I mean, there's so many wow. artists. Barry White giving me game. Woo! There were so many artists that was giving me game. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Right. Jalil from Houdini mm. giving me serious game. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, like, this is the type of stuff I tried to do with Jay-Z. Like I told you earlier about Mr. C calling me um, with Big on the line. Right. I'm telling Big how I would handle this situation, what I think he should do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's the new generation. Right. See what I'm saying? Did Jay, and I mean, did Jay ever disappoint you at some point? Like, you know, you, you guys connected. You was there for him. Did... I can't, you know, I'm be honest with you. I can't really say that because okay. it's like I've always known Jay the way he is. I know the type of person he is, right. so there's no way he can disappoint me. Mm. You know, because I mean, I know, I know him. I know. He had your expectations. Yeah, right. I, I, I know what to expect from right. Jay, and and I'm happy for him, and I wish him continued success. God bless. You know, um, but I mean, yeah, it's like you know, and I don't know what um, uh, Jay Z and Tupac and these cats and Biggie what they did for any other upcoming generation, but I mean, you know, it's like you know. Um, but I mean, I, I mean, I've heard stories about with Jay and Kanye, Dame Dash and Kanye, whatever, you know, up and um, with Ludacris, you know, and I, Eminem always, you know, shouts, you know, out artists such as myself, Rakim, mm-hmm. um, several others. So I mean, it's like it, it was passed on. Mm. But then, you know, there came a point where they kept us apart. 
there was a separation not created through the artists, created through the industry. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Through the label. Expiration dates were yeah. put on artists. Well, why, why do you think this like that in hip hop? Like to me, to me, I want to prove like the point that like I could have won the championship. I could have been a Shaquille O'Neal. Like you know, I've I've been platinum. I've you know had gold albums, and now I want to turn it to media. So I want to show people that you know. You could be cool growing old. I'm, I'm 40 years old. I just turned 40 years old. Why is it that people want to give hip hop an aspiration date? Why? Well, like, I think the, one of the reasons. Not. I think one of the reasons is that if the youth of today connect with your generation, because mm-hmm. you after me, you know, so well, of course. if the youth of today. You didn't really have to say, of course, but okay. If they connect with you, uh-huh. then comes you schooling them on what real hip hop is mm-hmm. and might make them want to think for themselves. Mm. Because right now they're not thinking for themselves. Because mm-hmm. they're being brainwashed by yeah. what they're hearing. On the radio. Yeah. Well, not oh, just what they're hearing. The radio, they're yeah. being told, this is what we need. We right. need you to do this. We right. need you to sound like we need, we need you to sound Social yeah. media is a new radio, radio by the way. Shit. Would they be doing? You know, Maybe. Yeah. Good. Yeah, my bad. I, I, I <laughs> had a moment to rats right uh, there. Uh, my bad. You know, it, K, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. No, I mean no, no, for real. That's that's yeah. what it is. They 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 yeah. tell you they're like, no, listen, we looking for something more like a, you know, oh, can you do this? All right, well, go on down the you know, bridles on us, get your dress and come on and fuck with me and we we're gonna make this here song happen for you. Uh, and that's what's happening. Uh, yeah, it's a new guy with a dress on. Right now. You didn't see the guy? No. He, has, he has a wedding dress on. Oh yeah, with, yeah. He's with, from Florida too. He's from Florida. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. God bless y'all niggas in Florida. Hold on, hold on. All right, let's take one break. I gotta take one more piss. No, I'm gonna follow smoke, you smoke on smoke break. <laughs> and we smoke a smoke break. Get some air real quick, cause I know you got asthma. Yes, sir. All right, cool. Get some air real quick. And we got like, yeah, yo, cheat you get the cocaine over there. Oh, okay. Can you ain't drink that whole bottle by yourself? Yeah, you did. I watched him. He's showing up there. I'm definitely gonna take a glass. I thought y'all said we was drinking. We yeah. drinking. We go, we go, he going to, he going to, going to what tavern with us afterwards? What nah, tavern? Nah, 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 nah. I'm, sure, you good, you yeah, good, you good. I got an early flight now. Nah, I'm, I'm okay, I got an early flight too, it's okay. You been oh, doing you it? Oh, you Yeah, I live around here. Oh, okay. He just yeah. wants to fly. Yeah, just like, <laughs> I, this uh, time of year, you just got to fly for no reason. Okay. <laughs> just to get your miles right? back. Yeah, get your miles up. Are we recording? Yeah, I'm about 17 sh- segments oh, short myself, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I feel you. So yeah, I'm right yeah, there I, with I, you. I got, I got, right, wait, I got to so Vegas, then back, and then LA, and back, and then um, I'm, I'm platinum 1K again. Yo, I'm, my team sucks now. American Airlines, fuck them, man. Oh, That's who I'm with. That's who I'm with too, but. 17 segments to make executive platinum. I'm, I'm, I'm platinum well, pro. I'm just regular platinum. I'm platinum pro. Mm. But I'm trying to get that exact. But how do you feel about what's going on with them right now? The way what's they going? separate the shit. And you know, and NAACP put out the oh, warning that shit. everything. Yeah. Wait, NAACP what? They said don't fly American Airlines. Well, I thought Tyler Perry bought um, American Airlines. What? I thought he had he bought it. I thought he had something to do with that. Yeah. I don't know. You want to do one man. more shot? I'm in. Because you know we we here with Kane, man. And let me just tell you something, man. Kane, you are very much appreciated. Absolutely. You are very much, uh, when we started this program, we just wanted to 
we figured, you know, these guys, they come out, they have one hit wonders, and they, you know, they have a luxurious two or three years, and we wanted to respect them too. We don't, we don't have nothing against them, but we wanted to respect our legends who got, you know, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years in this career. Because we noticed that every other genre in music, when you have that longevity, mm-hmm. you're saluted. But in hip hop, you have that longevity and they call you old, yeah. or they call you washed up, or they call you, and I wanna stop using the word relevant because the word relevant is only relevant to people who use that word relevant. It's irrelevant. Yeah. It's irrelevant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got Big Daddy Kane fans who will probably never listen to these new guys. Right, and then vice versa. It doesn't mean it doesn't take away from you to take away from them. The thing is, if you have this career where you lived over ten years and twelve and thirteen years in here, this is where we want to salute you. This is where we want to big our people up, from you to Chuck D to, to KRS One to to a DMX to a. Whoever, we want to sit here and we want to let our legends know that you have a place in hip hop and you will f- forever be remembered for what you did. You are for- hip hop. And you are hip hop. <laughs> and, for- and that's what this is about. We are honored that these people come and listen to us, but even if the people ain't come and listen to us, we'll be honored to do this and sit before well, you. Listen, bro, I'm glad to be a part of it, man. Sit before you. So now look, I'm gonna pop look, that last bottle. Look, look, look. We got two All more. Right, now before days. you do that, have a drink with me. I'm have a drink with you. I already yeah. separated my cups. Yeah. Look, that's my red wine cup right there. there you go. I'm gonna have a drink. Then we're gonna do one more shot, and then we'll get a bottle. Oh, look at that, Kane. Kane, I ain't gonna lie, Kane. Oh, look, but Kane, did you did Ooh. you have a glass of rose in 2017? <laughs> this is the new shit. This was this was the kids oh. drinking. Okay. You gotta ha- I have a drink with you. You gotta have a drink with me. Hold on, we got no, no, and no. we got we got a gift for you from eight and nine. Oh, oh thank you. Appreciate Three it. Three champs gifts. He got mad respect, gifts. Respect, baby. He got mad gifts. Now, now I want I want I want to turn you on to something else too, man. Okay. Um, like 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 are you, like you you into the champagne? No, I'm in the champagne. Yeah. Um, there's a champagne called Billicard Simon. Okay, I've never never heard of that. You're very rich, Kane. I'm sorry. Go ahead, continue. That's, that's, that's just no. sounding rich. Better call sound home. What is it? No, no, I have Bing Bong? No, listen. Say it again, Kane. Bella Carson. You you listen. No, real talk. You need to try that. Bella Carson. Um, no, because I mean like, like, like you ever mess with like the Vuv? Viva Clico? Yeah. Yeah. Like and how it don't really um yep. have that, you know, that 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 after. See no spill. Look at look here. You, I, learned you, you this, did I, learned, I learned this in Paris. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> look at that can. Look at that can. Look at that. And then you, you know what you gotta do? You gotta twist. You gotta twist. <laughs> so there's no spill. Come on. Give, give me a give me a cane cup. Give me a cup. I'm gonna take one of yours. You gotta take you gotta take some. This okay, is what the kids drink. Oh, three more cups. Look, look, look. Did you? Yep, that, that's, that's... Hold on, let me do it. Yeah, make sure. Okay. No, that was no, just... something in here. That was water. That was when we washed no, no, no. it out. No, no, let's, no. Let's get a fresh okay. cup. All right, there you go. Fresh cup. Oh, right no, you got to look, look. If you want, you got these, too. Okay. All right, cool. 
All right, cool. Okay, let the king, let king choose his cup. Right. That's a king, goddammit. Now look at that king. Look, look at how I'm pouring it. Look at that. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Now you twist. You twist. There you go. Okay. Now you toast. The drink I poured you, and I'm a tortoise drink. You you poured me. Oh, okay. That's how we. This is to Big Daddy Kane for all your accolades, for everything you did for hip hop, for everything you contributed to hip hop, for every time you had a bad day in hip hop, for every time you had a good day in hip hop, for every time you had a medium day in hip hop. We want you to know that you will always be welcome in Drink Chats. Anytime you want to introduce anything that you're doing in life, we are here for you. Me and DJ EFX. We got a couple a couple of questions before we get out mm-hmm. of here. Because my brother Weird Thoughts reminded me of something. Weird Thoughts. One of, one of my favorite AKA tracks Paul. that you were part of mm-hmm. collectively. Burn Hollywood Burn. Ooh. Chuck D. Ice Cube. Uh-huh. Yeah. How did this come about? What was the... Just give There's me a, a little something, Chuck. something. Mm. Chuck had a concept. He said what it was. Asked would I be down. I said, yeah. And we made it, made it happen. And I mean, you know, it was like he had a visual. Mm. Um, because, I mean, it was like, even though he had already explained to me what it was about, when it was time to do it, he explained again and went into deep detail and, and using references and all that there, yeah, you know. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if you know Chuck, but you know, yeah, you know Chuck, know Chuck, 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 yeah, you know, so you know, he long-winded, right. you know. And he, he went into deep, 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 deep details. But I mean, it was the type of thing where it was like, bruh, I'm happy to be on a song with Was well, that the first time you had worked with Q? Yeah, mm. yeah. Like, I had met Cube, you know, Cube was always cool, you know, um, but yeah, working together, yeah. So, mm. and, and, and wait, one more, Paul, where you at, Paul? Drink Chance Sports, he, yeah. he has a, another question. I, d- I did have a question as a, as a fan. How was it hold when on, you did hold the... Hold on, hold on, hold on, tell me, tell me. <laughs> the man took off his hat. Out of respect, out of respect. When you did the lean on me, because that was on uh, with Morgan Freeman and Robert Guillaume, and Rest Robert Guillaume peace. passed away a couple days ago. Yeah. Did you mean him? Like, how did how did you get on the song? How did you get the the actual soundtrack? We were on the song because of Benny Medina. Um, you know, Hold I on. guess. Let me, let me just throw out. Benny Medina's name came up a couple of times on this podcast. I just want to throw it out there. Benny Medina's name came up with Mariah Carey and J-Lo. Continue. <laughs> Latinos. He's yeah. talking about big niggas right now. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, you know, Benny Medina, you know, he was, um, you know... Because um, Kane's so smooth. He said, uh, like, Benny Medina, like the nigga that owned a bodega. We got to <laughs> relax. He's a big nigga. Go ahead, Kane. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is when he was at Warner Brothers, and um, mm. you know, he was responsible for um, the whole "Lean on Me" soundtrack. And it was so funny because it was like, you know, uh, he told me about the song, and I had a copy of the film, and I did watch the film, but didn't write the song because I was going through some other, you know, some some other, you know, con- you know, contract disputes, you know, um, with Coachella, and and so I just was like, you know. You know, after the song, I ain't, mm. but then Benny, he was like, asked me, yeah. I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm on it, I'm on it, I'm on it. Then one day, Benny hit me and was like, yo, how we coming with the song? And I'm like, yeah, we, we good. Mm. And he said, yo, can we do it today? 
Hmm. I'm like, um, well, I'll try. And he said, okay, well, good. I'm in New York. Um, can, you, can, you, can I send a car to pick you up and bring you to Marley House? And I'm like, oh, shit. Wow. You know? So I was like, all right, yeah, make it happen. Yeah, go. But like I said, I saw the movie, right. but I didn't write the song. So in the time that he made the call for the car and for it to make it to my crib in Queens and for me to get to Queens up to Spring Valley, that's the time I used to actually write Lean On Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the ride over. Yeah, on you the ride You smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, another sure. soundtrack that for me is instrumental is the Juice soundtrack that you're on. Enough respect, dude. And that's another funny story. Because, I mean, Hank Shockley Big name. was trying Public to... Public Enemy, Public Enemy. Buster yeah. Riles missing yeah. yeah, Bomb Squad, Bomb Squad. Yeah, Hank Shockley wanted me to do this song... But it was like, at that point in time, I think I was really focusing on my film career, trying to get that jump started. So my mind was really there, you know. And he was driving me crazy about the song, and he was like, yo, can you do it when you get back to New York? When I say that, I mean like he meant that day I got back to New York. (laughs) And I mean, you know. I arrive in New York, leave the airport, come to my crib. Hank Sharkley parked in my driveway, sleep, waiting. in his truck, sleep, waiting for me. High demand. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of come to the studio that night and, you know, write the joint, put it together. And, but, you know, we made it happen. That was an incredible I'm be honest. As I'm drinking this red wine, I immediately want to eat pussy. I know you're a different type of <laughs> They say that red wine brings the best out of you. I had never knew now, that until right now. Me, <laughs> it, it made me want to listen to Otis Redding, but if pussy is your choice, definitely. It's just like, yeah. it's, it's got weird for me. Did you finish my drink? I want to know what it makes you feel like. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. The more rose, nah. Listen, no, Sorry. no, no. I, I've done that. I mean, yeah, yeah. But so, so the red wine. Now, what is this? This is a this this this, this orange shift uh, orange swift machete. It's it's a cab blend. It's, it's a chip um, on there. I like the way. I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think it's from correct. I believe it's cab and sh- um Syrah. I think it's Cab and Syrah blend. I don't know. I I believe it's a Cabernet and Syrah blend. No peaky, asshole. But, you know, uh, Orange Swift, they make some great wines. They have the Machete. They have the Mm -hmm. Abstract, Palermo. um, Palermo, I've been there in in Italy. Okay, well, that's that's, that's the only 100% Cabernet that Orange Swift make. All the rest of them are Cab blends. Mm. They make some great wines. Mm. And if you go to... um, the um the spot in um Napa, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, like he's in the a real connoisseur of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like you when you in they, they spot in Napa, it's 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 not like the other spot. They, it's like in the club. Mm. They got music blasting, and well, not, you know not, chicks in not, there drunk not and Capo, shit. Not Capolos, Cap. In Napa. All right, but it's not called Napa Valley. In Napa Valley, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, it's it's with the you know because their thing I is on the strip. Okay, right on the strip. Mm. 
And yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Orange Swift got, has has a yeah. great selection. Yeah, I've never seen this. It's a, it's, this is Machete. And they a have black a girls on the bottle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's they have a bunch. It's all the same wine, but they use different photos. So there's a lot of different photos of, of her in different, different let's positions. Make, let's make noise for Kane being a classic. We had Jermaine Dupree here. Jermaine Dupree ordered 1942 to kill. Right. Correct? But we have never had somebody order red wine, and that's that's very classy of you, Kane. I mean, I'm just me, baby. How, how'd you become a classy Brooklyn nigga? Like, <laughs> like, like, He's like, like, I was born. Because yeah, like, most let Brooklyn me, niggas. And I mean, no, nah, let me, I'm going I'm to I'm tell you, real story. I mean, growing up, you know, I mean, watching my pops. Mm. And, and keep in mind, my pops is from a small town called Bowman in South Carolina. Mm. But I mean, you know, um, you know, from his younger, you know, age, he grew up in New York, and I mean, it's like, yo, when I was a kid in the '70s, I see this dude, like, line his shoes up, mm. snakeskin, gator, all that stuff, line them up, like he might line up about six pairs of shoes, mm. and then put on a suit, and then just go stand in front of each pair of shoes. It's moving it down, just just dancing its way down in front of each pier to see which which pier matched the suit better. <laughs> like this type of shit, I used to see him do as a child. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I, I, I mean, I've seen my pops go out in a two piece suit to um, drive off and had a flat tire, and he had to change the tire and he changed it in the suit and got grease on the suit. And, you know, he stood there and stared at the tire, like, as if like, like, he arguing with the fucking tire. <laughs> so you know, the tire. Came upstairs, <laughs> took a shower, and threw on a three-piece suit. Like, just to show the, you know, the tire, like, motherfucker, I got, I got more pieces. You know, I got more pieces. You know what I'm saying? I can put more shit on this. You ain't stopped nothing. You know? Yeah, and, and went, I'm sitting, went back outside with that three-piece on and stood in front of that same tire. And stared at it again for about another two minutes, uh, and then got in the car and drove on. Like so, it's like this type of stuff. I, I, it's like when I got into hip hop, um, you know, I, I, like I said, the battle rapping. But once I heard Kaz, I was like, oh, this dude Grammar's Kaz, amazing. So mm-hmm. lyrically, I wanted to be Kaz, right. but image wise, I wanted to be my pops because I was, right. I just thought he was just that that dude, you right. know. So who's your favorite rapper from that era? If you, could, if you could say there was one Kaz. person. I mean, what do you mean from when me growing up as a kid? Yeah. Kaz. Grandmaster no, Kaz. Yeah. I knew he was going to say that. So, who's your favorite rapper from 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 the middle era? Uh, you mean like early the Nas, 80s? Up, no, no, oh. no. After, after you guys. Oh, oh the, okay. The, like the Nas, the Wu-Tang. Like the 90s. The you're talking about like the early 90s. Yeah, the 90s. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like... I would, I, it's, I'd have to say it this way. I have to say that lyrically, lyrically my favorite was Nas, but my favorite MC was Biggie. Mm. It's like, I like Biggie. Um, cause I, I just thought that what Big did was amazing. But lyrically, I would have to go with Nas. Mm. Because you, you understand It's like Explain it. 
in my era, you know, I, I'm, I come from where, you know. They put a quarter LL in their Cool- ass and they played this. No, no, no. I'm doing this. No, no. Wow. We're like, you know, where you Love come that. in the club and you fucking everything before, well, both of y'all, y'all fucking everything. Be, 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 before <laughs> any of us, including him. It's about the cocaine engineer. The, right here. the Latinos, yeah. the Latinos on the change. Before any of us, including you. Because you, you caramel, so you can choose a side. You can decide like, you want to be light skinned today or dark skinned tomorrow. I never you got cold caramel in my life. Thank you. Caramel, Side. You know, I mean, if light skin is popping tonight, you can ride with them. If dark skin is popping tomorrow, you can ride with them. You know what I mean? So the chicos, like, what are the chicos doing? You know, I come from an era where, you know, you, you know, y'all, y'all getting action just because y'all light skin. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it was like, you know, we. You and Wesley Snipes stopped that shit up. Yeah, but you and Wesley Snipes. But you see, it was it was something like again, like uh, how you was talking about with the flat top. Mm-hmm. It's something I had to talk about. Something I had to brand. I had a brand being dark skinned. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Browner than Bobby, so won't you be my tenderoni? I had to keep on, you know, saying dark skinned shit to make dark skin sexy. Was that I go to work lyrics right there? Yeah, yeah. I, I get the job work. done. Yeah. I get the job yeah. done. I had to like keep, you know, saying dark skinned shit. You know what I'm that saying? That was when niggas was like, Kane is gone. I go to work. You was you was in there with this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad. No, no, no. Niggas was like, like I, I'm a young nigga. I'm like, nah, that's that's my nigga. For you, you was making a lot of money back then. At that point, you got the job done. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it was it was fun. Like, cause do you think like, cause I feel like you was like the first person to have like commercial success. Where people no. did no, oh. no, who, no, who's no, before no, you? No. LL and Houdini. Ah, yeah, okay, okay, I understand that. But both of those, okay, LL was light skin for light skin <laughs> people purposes, and then Houdini was a group. So you was like the first dark skin Brooklyn guy. Yeah, that okay, was looked okay. At yeah, I like can, I can agree with that. Figure looked at like the king of hip hop, and it's just like. Yeah, I mean, now you see that I agree with. Okay. But you see, like I said, that was something that I had to create, that whole mm. dark skin thing. Mm. So now going back to Biggie, he took it to the next level. And see, that's what this thing is all about. I got what you're saying. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's all about, you know what I'm saying? Being you. What you no, 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 no. It's okay. like, you know, like, you know, okay, you learn this from here, okay, and then you take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. You learn from your predecessors and you take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I mean, yeah, I made this dark skin thing sexy. Mm-hmm. Well, my man Big said... Ugly as ever. However. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Black but, and ugly but, as ever. However. I stay... Because it was like, yo, I lied to you not. I was in Birmingham, Alabama at a club and seen this crispy, fat black dude at the bar chilling with a coogee sweater on Versace shades and to even just put the stamp on, the full stamp on, he at the boy doing the biggie bop, you know. <laughs> and I was, and chicks is digging him. So it was like Biggie 
made fat dudes sex right. symbols. Yeah. Wow. The fat dude buys a, a like koozie sweater. Like Pun did the same thing. Yeah. Pun did the same yes. thing, yeah, yeah. But Big perfected it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big but Pun, first. you took yeah. it to, to the next level. Yeah. And yeah, and Pun, that's another dude that was, you know, oh, that time you talked, that's my first time meeting him. Yeah, I was that talking, was my first time meeting you. No. Yeah. I was first. talking to Chris about that. Chris Lightning. No, Rivers. Oh, Chris Rivers. Oh, yeah. Pun Sun. It's Pun yeah. Sun. Okay. I was telling him, like, um, that uh, when I when I met him, like he was just being funny. He was like, yeah. "Oh shit, man, your big daddy can't go bring the kids." Uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. uh, that shit had me crying laugh because uh, it was like, and I just it was it was an honor. Was that John Blaze video? Yeah, the John yeah. Blaze video. Uh-huh. Because it was like I've always been a pun fan. When I first heard him, I was like, finally, mm. finally, somebody. Giving my man G Rap his props, mm-hmm. you know, because I could I could hear the G Rap in there. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then to see his videos and see that like, yo, I don't want my shit just it, nah. Like it was entertaining, it was fun. I'm like, oh, he's gone, he's gone. Ain't too much pun. Pun. Yeah. When I saw like when I saw his videos, I'm like, oh, he's gone. Forget him. I'm like, yeah, he's 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 mecca. It goes back to the humor thing you were saying. Yeah. But he was Pun having had fun. That humor. Yeah, he, it, yeah. You know the and first the thing, beast. You know the first thing I ever met you when I walked up, and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm such a super fan. And I woke up to Kane, and Kane says to me, "You know, I didn't like you." <laughs> first thing he said to me. <laughs> I'll never forget it. He said, "Yeah, I didn't like you until N O R E L," but I didn't wait for that until. So I was like, "Damn, you interesting." This is my idol. <laughs> oh, rubbing my head. Okay. And then, and then you said, until, in the RE album, because mind you, War Report came out, and you said, I didn't understand you in the War Report. But then, and then, and then, in the RE album came out, and he was like, then I went back and I revisited everything, and now I understand who you are. But then you know what my reaction was? Because I was just like so offended because you're like my you're like my favorite rapper. So I'm like, and TJ Swan was the man in the juice crew. You don't remember I told you that? No. Petty gang, mafia. No, but you know, it's you like You looked at me and you was like, this nigga's good. That's <laughs> the exact word. You was like, he's good. He's good. You, know, you remember TJ Swan? Oh, yeah. What happened to TJ Swan? No, no, no. We're not, we not leaving this conversation. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> I can't listen, get away with it like that. Listen, first of all, yes. let, let me explain something to you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that you remember that. But yeah. um Yeah, I do. Listen. Uh, I no, remember I understand what I'm saying. I knew what you mean. You know, because it's like this here, you understand. It's like with me, mm-hmm. because of the way my ears are trained, mm-hmm. I'm always listening like lyrically first. Right. And it's like when 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 I I'm I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo. Mm-hmm. This dude got some shit with him. Right. And then I'm watching the way people respond to you, and I'm like, and, and it's like, and I'm I'm like, yo, right. this is dope. Right. This is dope. Right. Because you see, you gotta understand, it's like the element that you created right. was something that was so fucking needed. It's special education resource room. 
<laughs> no, but understand, no, but understand me. We have special no. education with special ed, but we have resource rooms. So but understand what me, what you yeah. did was something that was so fucking needed. Thank because you. it's like this here. How tough can you be? Mm-hmm. How fucking tough can you be? Mm-hmm. At some point, if you're that goddamn tough, uh. then you shouldn't be listening to music. Mm-hmm. Music is relaxing. Music right. is fun. You're right. And you made it where the most thugged out, tough nigga could have enjoy fun. himself oh, and have fun. Damn, damn. Damn. Yes, you can't hear me? Thank you, Jay. Yeah, listen, that's the reason why when I did my history, right, one of my favorite artists was Biz Markie. Not lyrics-wise, not music content, but as far as having fun, like Biz said, what he said? Um, he'll he'll stick a nose up his nose, he'll stick his finger up his Take nose, and put it on the basketball. And pass it to Kane. And yeah. pass it to Kane. Yeah. <laughs> like that shit. You wrote that lyric? Yes, I wrote that. <laughs> I knew you wrote that lyric. <laughs> That's when, that's when, you know, I ain't know where I was going to get a deal or not. So when I'm writing for him, I make sure I mention my ass and everybody fucking You did a cameo. <laughs> no, but that's the crazy shit was, I had written and did my research, and I was like, I said, you know what? Nobody has fun like Bismarck anymore. Like, in this, in this, in this, in this day and time. Like, nobody don't have fun. Like, I'm probably the only MC that embedded what Bismarck represented. Like, he just had fun. And everybody laughed at him and they tried to make fun of him. And I don't give a fuck if you laugh at me and try to make fun of me. I'm representing hip-hop. And yeah, I, but you, 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 you really bridged the gap and you, you did something special. Thank you. I mean, because it's, 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 it's like, yo, you're having fun. You mm-hmm. got a dance track. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there, what, 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 mm-hmm. what, what? And the chick, you know, what, 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 what? Yeah. You know, you see, mm-hmm. and but but you and you spitting gangster stuff, but right. it's it's in a party type flow. Ah, goddamn it! You know what I'm saying? So it's like you you you, you 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 creating a whole new lane. You making the toughest <laughs> nigga in the world want right to have, have fun. <laughs> nah, you taking it. You doing a whole shit right now. Let me change the subject before everybody start catching on to what I'm doing. Kane, Kane, broke it down. God damn. So, Kane, have you ever looked at rap and you you was disappointed at one point? Like, like I mean, maybe it's the era right now or where? Because at the end of the day, Kane, we can't take away from the fact that you're 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 if not the king, you're one of the kings. So, there's a lot of people who can't have opinions on nowadays hip hop or middle hip hop or or, or or later hip hop. But you're fortunately is one of the people that can have an opinion on any version of hip hop. Have you ever looked at hip hop and was just like, damn, was ashamed at one point? Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. what, what point was that? Um. Right now. <laughs> right now. What about? And right I now? mean, it's like, let me just say this. Yeah. I think that there are so many talented artists out there right now. Um, J. Cole. Big them up. Logic. Logic. Big Kendrick, up. Some, Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar, yeah. Um, Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Rhapsody. Hard. There's Jeez, so Laura many um, ta- um, 
Remy Ma. Well, Remy I mean, Ma. well, Remy Ma ain't really. You no, know, she's not new. No, she, let's give Remy she's Ma a love too. That's she, right. No, but I mean, you know, she she's still shining. Yep. But I mean, as far as the new generation, there's so many out. There's there's, there's a lot out there. Uh, yeah, got it. Uh, what's this? Um, Con, Con. John Connor? No. 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 West Side um, also, Gun. What's a little um, um, Joey, Joey Badass? Joey Badass is West Side Gun. Yeah, Joey Badass. Joey Badass. Brooklyn. Yeah, but you see, here's my thing. There's a lot of other artists that's out here mm. that's shining. Mm. And I mean, I wish them continued success. Right. I don't want to hear that... Um, Little Yachty or little, what is it, little Uzi? Whatever, yeah. Well, I don't want to hear they that says they, they don't broke work. and, you know, mm. they fucked up. I want to, you know, know that they safe and they still making money. Right. right. I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you. There was a time, you know, in the late 90s, you know, thanks to motherfuckers like you, that shit got fucked up for me. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because y'all was shining. Okay. Right. So you fell out okay. some hard times. Yeah, right. Everybody but you know, does. it came back around, and everything is good. Right. And you know, with that came knowledge of right. you know, you know, knowing where to, to put your where money. to put your money and yeah. the right things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So it's like with the young cast today, I want to know that they're going to shine. That you know, even if their career don't last a- a- as long as you know as mine or as yours mm-hmm. or whoever that. They can still, be, you know, make money and do something lucrative. Yeah. You know, I don't want to hear the stories about them going broke or he, where are they now. He's, you know, I don't want to hear that. Right. Yeah. I want to see them shine. So I wish there was that bridge where we could connect with them. You know, because like, I don't want your spotlight. Right. Like, I love going into a supermarket and someone <laughs> big daddy came right. Well, I drop off your music, man. You such, such, such. Hey, good to me. I love that shit. <laughs> I don't want you in the supermarket ah! screaming and yeah, yeah, yelling yeah, and trying to go. Right. Now I can't uh, get yeah. the shit I need to do. I, I got to fucking leave now. <laughs> <laughs> I like the peace and serenity that I have. I enjoy it. Right, right. So my life is good. I don't want your spot. Right. I don't want to make that return to the top. Right. I mean, I'd love to make a, you know another album, you know, something uh-huh. that they would people would appreciate, you know. Right. I mean, that would be cool, but I don't need to be who I was in '88. Right. Like, I did that, and it was fun. It's a beautiful. I thing. like coming home to my family now. It's you a dig? beautiful thing. It's a beautiful. That's what thing. I like. Some girl, I don't man, need that spotlight shit. Right but what I did back then was amazing, and I'd love to tell you how I did it. Give you the blueprint so you can do it and walk that walk. Mm. I'm not your enemy. I'm your friend. This is my message to the younger generation. Regardless of what anybody tell you, I'm not your enemy. I'm your friend. I sit and chop it up with you. I tell you what's really good. How to be what you need to be. How to separate yourself from the bullshit and establish yourself as a star. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have to put me on nothing. You don't have to put me on one single track. You don't owe me nothing. I don't want nothing from you. Was that how I you just was love with hip hop? Was that how you was with Jay? Yeah. 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 That's he, how he I was always with Jay, old dirty bastard, positive Ooh. K, Shaheem, and wow. anybody else I fucked with throughout my career. Right. 
Real nigga Kane. What Kane stand for again? Oh, King Asiatic, nobody King equal. King Asiatic, nobody equal. King Asiatic, nobody equal, goddammit. Hey, King, let me just tell you something, man. Uh, things you did, I remember running around uh, 88, uh, 1988. I was born in 77, but I used to run with a dude named Hit Hard Tar, Hit Hard Tar. Had uh, an 88-89. He had a red Jetta mm -hmm. with the white convertible top and the white cream seats in there and motherfucking the vanilla pine trees, you know, yeah. the, the, the shit. The, the, mm, the air freshness. The air freshness. And that's all we would do. You just run around from 88, 89, 90. Just run around, listen to your music. And the fact that I could come here with you tonight and honor you and salute you and tell you face to face, man to man, that you're the man, you're a guy that helped raise probably 95% of people in this building because they got people like twin and them. They, look, you see that steroid twin. Look at the difference. <laughs> <laughs> you see that steroid twin? That's another twin. And you helped raise us. And there's nothing more that we want to do is to continue to support you. And when you go on tour, you hit me and EFN up. Let us talk about it. Let us blow it up because yeah, there's, there's, there's a lack in our society. When I say society, I mean hip-hop. Meaning that when a person gets of age, they want to treat them like milk and have an expiration date. I'm sure, you're right. And I, I got to be the opposite of that. I gotta use my power, like Eminem used his power recently to refute racists, and he used his white privilege to fight racism. Yeah. I gotta use my quote unquote privileges to, to still be relevant, to show people why I'm relevant, because there's people before me, and there's people who paved the way that I respect, and that, I'm, that will always be above me to me. I don't give a fuck what I do. I can never be Big Daddy King. Mm. I don't give a fuck what I do. I can never be Slick Rick. I don't give a fuck what I do. I can never be Rock Kim. I can never be EPMD. You guys are what helped pave the way for me. So as long as I got this platform, you motherfuckers will always be above me in that situation because we love you and we're going to continue to motherfucking represent our legends right here. That's love, baby. Right here. I don't, I don't give a fuck about ratings for that. We don't give a fuck. This is what we, me and this motherfucker right here, set out to do. You see his beard? It's very destructive. <laughs> what the fuck he wants to do? I, I offer him just for men. No, I offer him just for men. We, we try to get just for men ads. He don't give a fuck. He's just like, I'm just going to be who I am. And that's the, and you, know, you know what? I was just in DC mm -hmm. last week mm -hmm. for uh, Donnie Simpson 40th anniversary. The and BET nigga with the with yeah. the good eyes. Yeah, he got good eyes. And Eddie Levert. Uh -huh. Eddie Levert uh -huh. told me that I need to get get me some just for men. Oh you shit! I'm saying, no, you 70. Who are you fooling? <laughs> Like, oh, I'm 49. You gotta be like by 70. Who, who the hell are you fooling? 
We ain't fooling nobody. And oh, hey, his shit is his shit is slick dyed and slick to the fried. Six to the side. Well, I mean, I mean, listen. Before you, you, no, no, no. It's like that. Keep in mind. I mean, who had a sharper hairline and beard than Gerald Levert? Okay. Had that Beijing. Okay. No, nah, I, I think Joe Levert was because was, Joe wasn't that old. Joe, you know, Joe was young when he passed. Hey, Joe wasn't that old. I think that was just a barber. Uh, uh, Matter of fact, Beijing didn't even exist. Right. Yeah, Beijing okay. didn't even exist. Then. I feel like I feel like Kane got a Bobby Brown story before we get out of here. You got a Bobby Brown story. Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got a whole bunch of Bobby Brown. <laughs> so, you, know, I, you know that? that we here for Bobby Brown that stories, was, King. No, that give was, us, give us the best one. Give us. That give was. Us. I mean, nah. You gotta stop um, doing this, King. Nah, nah I'm not. Um, but, but why you don't do that? Either. I'm, I'll tell you what. I'll give you. My most mature Bobby okay. Brown story. I've never heard it. That's a good. But I mean, we have uh, plenty of Bobby Brown stories. Oh, uh, Wendy. None Williams. started with mature. Oh, uh, Wendy. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wendy Williams party. Ooh. And we were performing. This was the year that Trey Songs had just came out, and me and Bobby was performing for a Wendy Williams party, and. You know, prior to the part, we over in the VIP just kicking it. Mm-hmm. And like I, I had like a, a, a gray mink, and I had it, you know, sitting up on this thing behind me. And some dude came and sat up on the thing on my mink. And he just there just chilling. But I didn't see him. You know, I'm you know doing what I do. I didn't even see him. Bobby saw him. And Bobby just snaps. <laughs> so I come over there like, yo, he, you know, he like, yo, motherfucker up on your music. And dude is like, you know, I apologize. I'm not, I'm like, you know, nah, no, no, no worries, no worries, don't worry about it. And I moved it, pushed it a little further back up in the corner and uh-huh. whatnot like that. And Bobby just like, yo, the fuck happened to you, man? You cool with that? You you just gonna let that shit run? <laughs> I'm like, Bobby, man, we grown men now, man. You we you know, I don't feel like fighting in the club over a mint coat, man. You don't want to let it run? Wait, wait, wait. wait. All right, nigga. <laughs> yeah, he was like, all right, nigga. Because, you know, it's like, I don't know how, if you know Bobby, if you ride yeah, with him, but you know, Bobby, wild boy, man. Yeah, wild boy. Wild boy. And he real. wanted to give homie the beats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, nah, he was ready. Bobby's ready to let his hands go over my coat. Not his coat, my yeah. coat. Bobby's ready to let his hands go. Right. And it's like, that's what, I, like, I always, because it's like, we've always had so many good times. And I, and, Autumn normally wild ass ridiculous times. But I mean this is just one of the movies like, yeah, nah, nah, I ain't fighting this motherfucker. Let it go. Yeah, let's, let's be cool. Before yeah. we get up out of here, Ken, what's the one thing you miss about hip hop that you wish hip hop still just had? The one thing I miss about hip hop is variety. Mm. Mm-hmm. I really miss that. 
I really miss, you know, you know, just people just vibing out on so many different things for so many different reasons. You know? Because, I mean, you had, you know, your audience that was fascinated by drugs and player shit that wanted to rock their truck jewelry. You had your audience that was fascinated by conscious stuff that wanted to rock leather medallions, you know, and kente cloth and things of that nature, you know. I mean, it's like, you know, you, 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 know, you had, you know, generation that, you know, that with the East Coast where, I mean, you know, it was like, uh, you know, how we, we, we looked at Easy e and them dudes mm-hmm. as weird looking dudes yeah, with first, them Jerry we definitely curls. Them as weird. Like, like you wrong. Like we didn't we didn't we didn't understand that. Yeah, but you know, then when I went to LA and I'm at a gas station in I a fucking in a red feline suit and I get approached by a bunch of Crips, they don't, you know, blow my goddamn head off because I had a flat top. Right. They didn't recognize me as Big Daddy Kane. One of the dudes said Yo, he, he must be one of them New York, no, you know, one of them East Coast dancing niggas. That's what he said. Right. He must be one of them East Coast dancing niggas. Because, I mean, they had me. It was nothing I could do. Right. I mean, it was about 10, 12 of them that just swarmed on me out of the There's a gas station, you Out of gas station. Yeah. I'm pumping gas. I'm out there, and, and like I'm like in like maybe like a rental Benz, uh. balling. Uh. Pumping gas in a red feline sweatsuit in Crip territory. Uh, I had you no know? idea. They had me. Uh, there wasn't nothing I could do. You remember where you was at? Where you was in Baldwin Hills? I don't remember exactly. Okay. Yeah, okay, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, wherever I was, yeah, it was like, uh, they, they, they had me, uh, you know, if they wanted me. I was uh, there for the taking. I mean, uh, red feline sweatsuit, red felines, and yeah. but And they pulled the one, yeah. They saw the flat top and it was just like, and they heard, I guess, heard my slang. They're like, man, you know, nah, man, you know what? Go ahead, homie. He probably one of them East Coast dancing niggas. <laughs> you know, but I mean, it's like that's that's what that's what made it dope because you know it's like you know, um, Easy E, King T, you know, Ice T. Shout out to King T. <laughs> yeah, sure. they all had you know their story in hip hop. You know, that was different than ours, man. I mean, it was like that variety. That variety ain't there no more, man. Everybody, it it's like you, you turn the radio on, it sounds like a 24-hour song. <laughs> a marathon. <laughs> so do you no, think, so not do, a marathon. It sounds like a 24-hour song, like the same song. Right, right. Lasts for 24 hours, <laughs> that one song. So do you think that is the best? Be- best. I'm fucking drunk now. The best era of hip-hop, do you think is... Like, what is the best era of hip-hop, in your opinion? No, no, Okay, like, well, he asked me earlier. I chose that late 80s as my favorite era. Favorite, but you what know, do you think the is best the best? era, I don't know. Because, you see... That's... I respect I, it's that. It's like, I got a lot of respect for the mid-90s as well. Because Puffy did something amazing in the mid-90s. Because in the early 90s, hip-hop started to do this. It started transforming this whole gangster thing. When the West Coast started doing the gangster, the East Coast started following in, too. And everything just became so gangster. Right. And it was like, you know, you go to a party, like, I hated Like, I started flying to Chicago, going to stepping sets. 
oh, shit. to have a good time. Because I couldn't enjoy myself now, in Chicago's New York. Chicago's the most dangerous place on the planet. No. Yeah. But I mean, I was, I'm talking about, you know. I mean, probably even then too, but. Well, I don't not, know. But early the, 90s, I'll go to, a, right. go to a stepping set just to have a good time. Because right. I go to a party in New York, and it's like, you know, you look and niggas in the girl. crowd just. Hey, no, no, nobody want to dance. Somebody's gonna right. screw face and bob their head. I'm like, I ain't come here for that. Chicks right. and chicks dressed like dudes. You know, nobody want to put no sexy shit on. Like, you know, like I'm not fucking your ass with no, 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 no bandana on your head. You're not, you're not doing a party we night. We thought that was sexy. Uh, that's the gangster bitch era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, 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 I thought she was just sexy. Gangster bitch. It, it did nothing. You know, it's it's like I didn't get it. You right. know what I'm saying? I didn't get it. But then here this dude Puff, he take like Biggie and the locks and he like, okay, I tell you what. Go ahead, talk your gangster shit. But do it over this disco beat for me. So now, all the people that loved all the thug stuff, you get to hear it. People that love the party got something to dance to. Right. So he figured out a way to make the two mesh where you can be as gangster as you want mm. but the people that want to have a good time at a like party that. can still party. I never thought of it like that. That's dope. Yeah, you know? Right. So I got a lot of respect for what Puff did for hip-hop in the mid-90s as well because he created some shit where it's like you got gangster rappers spitting their gangster shit over disco and club party beats. Right. So it's like, you know, even though I may not be in the mood to stick a nigga up or sell a, sell a bunch of keys or none of this stuff, that's beat rocking like a motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, that era, I thought was great, too. Okay, let's make some noise. <laughs> Yo, man, I can't thank you enough for coming out, hanging out with the oh, drink yeah. champs. And we're trying to take you to Wood Tavern. Um, let's go, come on. Oh, that would be amazing if yeah. we... Big Daddy can't go to Wood Tavern with the drink champs. Yeah. Um, well, we can have one drink. <laughs> one drink, one drink. Never have so few or so much or so many. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. Respect. Yo, man. I'm going to show Everybody you in this motherfucker, make some noise for Big Daddy. Oh! Got to interrupt for a second. Make sure everybody out there knows where to get some Drink Champs merch. A lot of people hit us up all the time, kind of not sure where to get it. Uh, there's a couple places. Uh, you can go to drinkchamps.com. You can go to 8and9.com. And you can actually get it on amazon.com. So make sure you pick up Drink Champs t-shirts, hoodies, cups, shot glasses, all of that. Head out to drinkchamps.com, 8and9.com, or amazon.com. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.